I'm Madeline Walter. I'm Ben Axelrad, and we're both hypochondriacs. I think I'm sick when I'm not. And anytime I'm sick, I think I'm a goner for sure. We're the hosts of Definitely Dying, the podcast that's a safe space for listeners and funny friends to talk openly about their medical dramas, both real and imagined. We're part of the UCB Comedy Podcast Network, with new episodes released every Tuesday. You can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, and wherever else you love to get your podcasts. Stay healthy. Welcome to the Comedians of Wrestling Podcast, the podcast where comedians dissect wrestling to an unhealthy degree. I am your host, the host with the most, Dan Black, the modern day goof, Raja, Donnie Kayfabe, a.k.a. Donsky Blackamora, Donnie Capri from the time I went to Capri one time, you know, coming at you again in another hot, hot week in wrestling action. Hey, before we get into all the hotness, everyone remember, you can cash in and get your opinion on this show. You call, leave a voicemail, and your opinion will be on this show. Leave a voicemail on 316. 530-2429-316. 530-2429. Coming at you. Gabba, gabba, yee, gabba, yee. All right, yeah. Um, <laughs> hey, remember, give this podcast five stars. It's a five-star podcast. All right, look, we got a lot to get into. I'm here with my normal dude. You know this guy, Namaste Newman. What are you? What, what's up with you? I don't know. It kind of depends on if nasty Newman. If, yeah, if we have to hear any shitty opinions from our listeners or not. I feel like we're getting nasty Newman. We have the faces of Newman. We have two <laughs> awesome guests on the show. Two guys that I didn't know watch wrestling at all. Two hilarious dudes that like I'm happy to bring into the fold of the cow universe. <laughs> to my left, John Mackey. What up? What's going on, dudes? Oh man, so much going on. Yeah. Yeah. To his left. Mr. Dan Lippert. Hello. Lippert? <laughs> Lippert? 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 Yo. Um, all right. So, look, we got. there's a lot to get into in wrestling. Welcome to the show. We're happy to have you here. Uh, you guys are official jabroniacs now. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> Welcome. That's wonderful. Don't worry. I'll tone it down from the way I introduced oh, the show. Oh, I liked it. I would prefer if we stayed at a, like, <laughs> 13 for the rest of the show. Well, hold on. I'm going to have a sip of my hot brew. <laughs> That's what he calls hot coffee. Uh, <laughs> well, we're getting seasonally, we're in the hot brew season. It's normally cold brew. Now we're in the hot brew time. Okay, look, everybody. <laughs> time to drink a hot brew. Time. Mm. <laughs> All right, anyway, look. So I know you guys from UCB, you guys are hilarious guys. You guys have an awesome podcast on Stitcher Premium true. called The Teacher's Lounge. That's true. That's right. Tell us about that quick. Uh, it's basically, uh, we host it with, uh, the two other guys in Big Grande, our, uh, sketch group, uh, sketch improv group. And it's basically a podcast that's hosted by four teachers from a high school. <laughs> uh, and that, and it, but it's never about the high school, right, Dan? No. It's, uh, it takes, but we have, we just finished, finishing up our third season. This is uh, going to finish up that third, third season. Most, at you, season three. Two, three. <laughs> uh, we, uh, got usually. It, uh, we usually have a Gabba Gabba guest every episode, um, and the first season is now free on Earwolf. The second and third you got to get Stitcher Premium to listen to, but if you yeah. just pop on Earwolf, you can listen to our first season. With and you can get hooked. Paul F. Tompkins, Betsy Sadaro, Darcy Mar- Carter, Mary Holland. A lot of fun. Guys. Ronnie wow. Adrian. It's, it's just a who's who of uh, uh, L.A.-based comedians. <laughs> Jenny Pearson. We named five of the six guests, so I figured I'd say the last one also. She's great. She's, yeah. Those are great people. Look, yeah. okay, I don't care about that. Time for wrestling. Let's do it. All right. 
Stop plugging your shit when it's time for my wrestling. <laughs> Dude, I'm done. Okay? I, don't, I don't have Thanks anything else. Thanks for giving us that plug. Yeah, no, 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 I keep no, punching no, it's the great. Uh, no, wait. So, all right. So, Dan, you're more of a casual wrestling fan, right? Yeah, I'm a cash fan. And, John, you're watching every week, shadily. I watch, I, yeah. I watch I mean, I watch I've been more. in LA for a couple of years now. I think it's shocking to me that you're a consistent wrestling watcher yeah. and that no one's ever told me this. Like, I, we, we literally have a spreadsheet going of all the guys. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and no. I say guys because it's literally all guys. Yeah. <laughs> it's not your choice. It's, the, it's yeah. what the world is throwing at you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The sample, the sample more, size. Ladies out there, if you're watching wrestling, yeah. uh, send a cash in, in. I think right now we... I think officially we have one female listener. <laughs> two. Well, it's two. We yeah. can account for two female and, listeners. And that's growing. Yeah. yeah. Every, growing. Every Is one day. of them your wife? No, no. My wife <laughs> absolutely yeah. despises wrestling in every way possible. When I walk out the door to record this podcast, she's like, oh. It's a disappointment. <laughs> you, know, you, know, you, you know, you get what you marry. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> um, Plus, most people that watch wrestling, they let you know. Yeah. Not a lot of people watch it secretively. Yeah, so John, I'm, I'm, I'm unusual in that way. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. I was a huge fan back in the day. Like, like when I was in, like, middle school, high school, I was, like, a diehard, like, just the the worst little wrestling attitude kid. era, yeah, Stone Cold like Rock. backyard wrestling, like all that kind of stuff. Yeah, I like yeah, really yeah. dove deep. Then I fell out in college, but then like I'd say probably like three and a half, four years ago. Wait, yeah, like three and a half years ago, my brother, who's older than me, was just like, "Hey, I got the WWE Network, and uh, you're gonna be." I was gonna go visit him, and he yeah. was like, uh, "Do you want to watch?" I can't remember what the pay per view was, but there was a pay per view while I was gonna be there, and he had been watching like and getting back like sort of into it. And then I watched, I, maybe it was, I think it was, what was the, it was Money in the Bank when when it was Kevin Owens, John Cena at a Money in the Bank. That was the pay-per-view, the yeah. first pay-per-view. That was Money My in first pay-per-view back. The, main, uh, Cena, Cena when, when Owens won clean. Yeah, yeah. That, yeah. Was, that was my Money first, first pay-per-view back. Mm. And then from that point on, I've been watching like, regularly again yeah uh, see what happened for me is similar is that i got back in i got dvr mm. so it was way before you when i got back in <laughs> but once i got dvr i was like oh shit i got dvr this is a fucking rocking technology and i was like i got nothing to dvr though <laughs> so i was like oh maybe i'll dvr raw and then you're like oh i can fast forward through all this crap yeah and you're like because wrestling is like the greatest beneficiary of DVR technology. Beneficiary, and I mean, it's getting, it may be also getting killed by it. You know? Yeah. It gets, I mean, sure. But <laughs> at the same time, like, if I had no, I guess, would I watch wrestling if I couldn't manipulate it at all? <laughs> that would, you know what I mean? I don't know. That's I, the thing. John watches it live action. He watches yeah. the top oh, to I, bottom. I watch him live. Also, usually, if I'm really? home, if I'm home, I bought Sling, we canceled our cable, and I bought Sling TV. Just so I East could Coast? watch wrestling. Yeah, I you watch it on the East Coast. I then? watch the East Coast feed because uh, here's the thing: my brother is also watching at that time, right? And he's texting me. Oh, right. So it's right. like it, it started as like a like sort of a thing me and my brother could talk about again, even though we have plenty to talk about. It's yeah. not like we're on you weird terms. We like reconciled yeah. over wrestling. When did it get weird? Uh, <laughs> when did it get weird between you guys? Uh, I see about seven years ago. Uh, <laughs> it's all weird about my dick. <laughs> uh, but so I watched. I was watched with him. So we're watching at the same time. We're texting back and forth. So it's like I got into this routine, and now it's like it's it's that thing where like I don't even like I don't even really love a lot of it 
but I love watching it and I like talking to my brother about it. And then there are like certain things that I'm just like, I have to see now. Well, it's pretty nice that you and your brother connect over yeah. wrestling. Yeah. I think um I think that that's pretty uh like see so me and my friends are our relationships based around recapping wrestling and giving <laughs> our opinions on it. So I totally get that. I think um uh, I think it's very. Uh, I, um, I think it's very. I think it's common to uh, to to like want to watch it with someone. Yeah. You know, I think I think you know wrestling has that like. You know, I, it has a connective tissue. There's like a reason I I want to, You know, I connect with people. I who feel watch like wrestling. it's. I mean, and, it, and it's also it's like a sporting event too. It's like any other sporting event where it's just like everybody's sort of like when you're watching it. Everybody's kind of looking around, like yeah. we're all seeing this. Yeah, like and then yeah. if you're watching it at home, it's kind of like you want that same thing of being right. able to be like, oh my god, did you see that or did this make you feel the way it made me feel? Yeah, uh, and I get that from uh, in but text it, without oh, intonation from my brother. So my point <laughs> is that I think it's really common to not like a lot of wrestling. Yeah, not like a lot of it. Oh yeah, like uh, one of my one of my best friends, um, uh, 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 dude Jason Shapiro. He his whole thing is he's like wrestling is bad. Yeah, he's like wrestling is bad, and then when it's good, <coughs> it it it's so fucking surprising. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like it's like it has such highs, and it's such a, a big high. Um, yeah. So I think that it's common. A lot of it is uh is bad, but I, I watch wrestling like the news. You gotta like keep up on it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like you gotta keep it going. Uh, all right, here's my next question for you before we yeah. get into anything topical and then we move on to Lippert. <laughs> Tell me about DDP yoga. Oh, DDP yoga, yeah. You do DDP yoga, I do, right? yeah. I started in like April uh, of this year. So what's that? Like, uh, you know, so. But you lost like a shit ton of weight. I've so far, I've lost like 66 pounds. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. From just doing DDP no, yoga. No, 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 no. Only DDP yoga. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. No. no, for the first like three months, it was just DDP yoga and like eating right. better. And then like, right. and then I started swimming also. So it's okay. like, but like, it's still like a mix of those two things. And it's, wait, it's, wait it's so fun. what made you want to try the DDP yoga? Because me, I'm like, I, I, I'm still on the fence that like it's, that it's something I would like, yeah, you know, but it's like, easy as hell. Yeah. That's the thing that made me like it. It's easy as hell. It's easy as hell. Like to get into it, it's super easy. Like, and also it's like, uh, I think for me it was like, I have really bad knees. And so like traditional exercise of any sort kind of just like leaves me in pieces. Right. Like I'd play, I'd play basketball and like my knees would just be like toast after like an hour of playing. And so, but DDP yoga is like completely no impact. So it's like my joints are all fine at the end of the day. And now that I've lost 65, 66 pounds, it's like... Now it's a now lot it's easier. Even, it's easier believe, to do everything. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's yeah. wild. I think uh, it's amazing. Oh, hey, 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 someone's... De- is that a ghost? <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's a, Yeah, it's amazing that DDP's having this like a, yeah. this amazing second win. Like At first, I was like, all right, that's cool. And then it's just gotten so legit yeah. over time. And the crazy... The, the thing is, it's like it, a lot of people are just like, it's DDP yoga is just this, like, it's this revolutionary thing. But really, in reality, it's literally just an old man saying, hey, move around for an hour. Yeah. yeah. So it's not like, I mean, there's obviously more to it than that, but it's really not like, it's not like this like revolutionary exercise that like totally changes the way your body works. It's like, oh, it's just you <coughs> making a choice for. Do you do it like in your living room and you have to watch it the whole time? In my like bed, P90X? In my, in my bedroom. Like, 
Well, he, oh, really? Yeah. You, I thought you made it sound like he's just like, all right, DDP's like, all right, go walk around the block. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be here. Yeah. <laughs> you come back, he's reading a newspaper. He's like, oh, there you are. Yeah, you're back sooner, uh, sooner than uh, <laughs> so, everyone else. Yeah, <laughs> somehow, no matter when you come back, he's like, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess you just pause it. <laughs> oh, it's like the DDP. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I might speak. Tell me if I'm wrong, John. I'll speak for you. You've done, you've uh, done it. But had, I've made Dan do it a I couple times. I feel like times. there's an element to it, too, of like, if you want to do something low impact, but you, you're like, uh, like a, haven't worked out for a while, a little more overweight, it, like you don't want to walk into a yoga class. Yeah, right, you don't right, want to walk right. into a class where everybody is like a yoga body and, and right. at yeah. it, and it's embarrassing. <laughs> and here you learn this, like every, the all the moves, basically, yeah, yeah. and build and, to and, that. Oh body. yeah, and alone in your bedroom, so nobody's looking at you and seeing you sweat. That's yeah. the you big know, thing for me. Um. Uh, uh, um because, look, uh, th- this is very on brand for this podcast. There's a lot of this podcast is just talking about dudes' bots. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, and, like, um, fashion, wrestling fashion. <laughs> and, like, we literally, like, the other day, you know, Shane McMahon, when he jumped off the cage, we talked about that match for maybe 20 minutes just talking about Kevin Owens' shirt <laughs> before we got into the big fall. <laughs> Fact. Wait, what about his shirt? I just never. Well, let's say. I really liked it. I really liked it. I just. <laughs> I really wanted to get more tattoos for mm-hmm. his look. Um, so anyway. Uh, um, okay. So. Uh, uh, D, so for D, my, my last question about DDP yoga yeah. is like, d, well, how did it factor in DDP the wrestler and your knowledge of him? Like you watched during Attitude Era, so yeah, you, you were well, exposed to DDP. Yeah. Did, like, how much did that affect you going for that? Because I understand Honestly, the thing of not wanting to go into a in, into like a, a, a. There's so many options, like to go right to DDP. Well, for me, I listen to. Uh, not only do I watch wrestling, but I do listen to a lot of wrestling podcasts, like, oh, shit. like Stone Cold Steve Austin's oh, podcast, yeah, 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 Chris yeah. Jericho, like all those ones. And all, every ad for any wrestling podcast is like that person saying like DDP yoga is the way to go. Yeah. And so I was just like, I got to do something. It's like, I was in the worst shape of my entire life. And I like was listening to all these podcasts where every single one was just like, Hey, and you can try this DDP yoga with our promo code. Yeah. Yeah. And so I tried it. It's a great point because like I I go to a lot of like workout classes, but I I go to like, I go to like Barry's boot camp. I go to like, uh, I was at flywheel today, you know, people in there are in such good shape. Yeah. That, like, I can't imagine, you know, I've never really been, like, super out of shape. What I, what I consider myself, like, out of shape is, is I'm definitely out of shape. There's no question. <laughs> but it's never, like, I don't put on weight in a way where I feel like I can't show up in a class or whatever. Right. But, like, yeah, I do think about, like, oh, it's hard to go into a gym if you feel out of shape. They're very intimidating, yeah. and they, they'll make you feel bad. Yeah, even though people are probably... Very kind. Yeah. Totally. The idea of walking up to someone and being like, excuse me, where's the yoga class in a gym? Right. Or like, excuse me, how do I use this machine? Right. It's just like, no thanks. Yeah. I'll just, also, sit, I'll just sit in my room and, and do fucking stretches. I don't even know how some of these like classes make money because like I go in and like, I can barely finish them and like you know what I mean and like I'm not in great shape but there's definitely a lot of people below me right right and I'm like well like you're you're missing like a whole sect of your market I walked by like someone I know when I was walking into the class into a class and she was like I can't go there it's too hard <laughs> you're like what kind of business model is that yeah. <laughs> you can only do that in LA yeah I mean class it's like and that's, just for experts not <laughs> to turn this into a DDP yoga ad but that's literally why uh, I like 
really was drawn to it because yeah. it, when I first started, I was like, I could, I couldn't do shit. I was like, ten minutes of like running would have killed me. Uh, that's an exaggeration, but uh, no, it's like it I, goes I the like sort of like skill level goes down to like literally, can you stand up? Right. Yes. All right. Then you can do this move. Pose and then it's, one. It's like there's like my mom's yeah. doing it. My mom's sixty. She just turned sixty three, sixty four. I uh, maybe. Uh, and and Let's she. Call her up. I don't want the fact to be. All <laughs> she started doing it, and she's like, she's killing it. Nice. She she'll do like the. That's she's awesome. now up to like doing like the pretty like extensive like hour long workouts i think that's dope yeah uh do, do you do you do you have an appreciation for the shape that pro wrestlers are in when yeah. you're when you're working out yeah how do it, they do it i have no idea john cena well well he just, chemicals right? yeah not just that's only that let's say that it quit i'm just saying these guys don't skip the gym at all right it's fucking crazy cena lives in the gym man yeah, as many Instagrams there. and Twitter <laughs> posts. He's just. I think that if you like did like a ratio of like videos of him like deadlifting in a gym versus videos of anything else on his Instagram, right? It'd be astronomical. The problem for me is that like I like working out. I like being in good shape and stuff. But like the gym lifestyle is so corny. <laughs> like if you're like I'm like a, you, you know if you're like a yeah. gym rat or whatever. Like you're, like I, my whole life revolves around the gym. Like that is. I mean, my brother's like that. Yeah. To be honest, and a whole listen and whatever. <laughs> Fuck him. But uh, it's like it's just not. It's not a great label. Yeah. Yeah. Like, right. Yeah. Well, I like. I what drives me nuts is like I follow like wrestlers on like Instagram, and they're all doing like the meal prep stuff. Yeah. And so I'm convinced that you could put anything in like a like a meal prep container and a fucking wrestler would try to eat it. <laughs> <laughs> like, we know how to poison wrestlers. Yeah, I mean, here you go. Here's a pre-packaged thing. Oh, yeah, thanks. Even it's got a skull and crossbow yeah. on it. <laughs> it's meal, it says meal prep. <laughs> it's, it's crossed out. Meal prep. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, uh, cool. I don't right. do any of that though. Meal yeah. preps for uh, dumb people who take it too seriously. Yeah, yeah. Man. Uh, I uh, I get my actually guys. I'm uh, oh, my yeah. meals are shipped to me from the same company that Jinder Mahal gets his. Oh wow! Meals. I joined that because your huge traps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I joined because of it, but it it um. Yeah, I mean, I should work out harder and stuff. Like, I <laughs> it mainly keeps my portions down. Yeah, you know, that was uh, the big thing for also me. Also, monetary, yeah. I actually save money doing it. Too, yeah, yeah. It's like unless you're gonna, you're really strict. Someone who goes and gets groceries and you don't use all of it, you throw none of it out. Yeah, you know. Yeah. But if you're gonna eat out every single meal, which I was doing, yeah, you're getting three meals every meal that you eat out. Honestly, like yeah, it's insane. Yeah, especially when they give you a meal. People say to me all the time they see the meals. I mean, they're like, "Does that? Are you still hungry?" I'm like, "Yeah, I'm still hungry, but I'm I'm happy to know that I didn't eat too much." Right. Like that's an amazing feeling. Yeah. Uh, and it's hard to know that when you're like, "I'm never gonna order something and eat half of it." That's never gonna happen. <laughs> yeah. I'm not, yeah. no I, have right. a, I have a spaghetti in the fridge that I'm going to eat right Ooh. when I get home, and I'm, I'm not hungry. I just miss it. I just wish I finished it. You, yeah. I mean, leftovers, when I have something in the uh, fridge, yeah. I can't. Like, you know people are like, it is a sandwich, and they like, save half for later? Yeah. 
Those people are crazy. I did that for the first time in my life last night, yeah. and it was only because I had had McDonald's like two hours earlier. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Sometimes. I gotta just. And then the when did you sandwich. eat the sandwich? When did you finish it? Uh, I well, I put my spaghetti in the fridge tonight and saw the sandwich. I was like, fuck! I had the sandwich. It, they're they're both going down tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You gotta finish that. Yeah. Sometimes I'll think about like food that I had that was really good, and I'll wish that I had eaten more. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, wow, man, I should. Fuck! I should have doubled down on that. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's get into some. Let's get into some wrestling. Lippert. You uh, so you you say you're described casual fan. Yeah. You're saying when John's watching, you're watching over yeah, his shoulder. Yeah, if I'm home while John's watching, I'll sit down and and I'll just like ca- passively watch. I'll watch like the main events and stuff. I'm really interested um, in in people who like have that relationship with wrestling. Well, because I grew up on wrestling also. Right. Like so, I do same era. Like we're yeah. like we're this. We were probably like in like the same Attitude class era. of fan. And I was also like a big fan of like any painted face wrestler. Like oh. Sting was my my guy. Um, Pennywise the clown. Yeah. <laughs> doink, doink, doink. Dink and doink, yeah. yeah. Um, Dink. Uh, wait, 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 did you? Were you consciously? Did you know that about yourself at the time? Were you like, I just like him painting? I like, no. Or did you? I just like in the closet. I had know? to think about it a little bit because <laughs> yeah, like yeah. Ultimate Warrior was my favorite, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then Sting was my favorite. And you're like, uh, what's the through line yeah. here? <laughs> both also, also like not full facial coverage, right. like just yeah. like. Wings over the eyes and cheeks. Yeah, I wasn't a gold dust guy. It's too much facial color. <laughs> <laughs> did you like Surfer Sting or did you like the Crow Sting? I love Surfer Sting and then I really loved Crow Sting. Yeah, and then yeah. I really, really loved NW Wolfpack Sting. Oh. Yeah, yeah. The, I like him getting a, I like to get One a little sweet. color back. One sweet. Um. Yeah, that's dope. All right. Well, let's get to wrestling, and uh, because I'm interested in your opinions because you know everything, but you don't watch closely. Yeah, yeah. that's funny. All right. <laughs> so, all right, wrestling time. Okay. Um. Look, the Shield is back. <laughs> okay. Now, uh, the, the the you were the, you were watching when the Shield was back. I uh, at the I, tail end. I was watching. Yeah, like right at like sort of as they were that that sort of thing was like we're, sort of falling out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh. So so all right, the Shield's back, and um, look, here's the thing with the Shield is uh, they're fucking awesome. Yeah. <laughs> the Shield is just cool. I'm really they here for this. They look cool. <laughs> they're just cool. It's like that's why I watch wrestling to see a bunch of cool dudes. They come from the crowd. It works. They're wearing combat gear in the ring, which normally I would not work. It works. <laughs> not only that, they all boost each other up. Like Dean Ambrose, who's a jabroni, mm-hmm. is now cool again. Yeah. <laughs> he's finally, he's got his comeuppance. It's because he got rid of those, he ditched the jeans. And he just looks a million times better. He looked terrible. He looked I, like Bruce Springsteen. <laughs> like, he like literally looked like 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 skinny Bruce Springsteen. Oh, he really did. You didn't like the jeans. No, the image of him is exactly why it was hard for me to get back into wrestling. It's because there's like <laughs> it, the name is so boring. Uh, like it's a lot of like just bad two named wrestlers. And yeah, yeah, yeah. too little normal. face paint. Yeah, him. no face paint. Like even like. You know, Hulkamania, like Hulk Hogan, yeah. like Ric Flair. Those guys were personality. These yeah. guys are just like... Oh, totally. It's my biggest complaint with wrestling right n- right now, modern wrestling, is I'm like... like I'm like... like the, the example I always give is like, hey, Kevin Owens, like, have him like eating a bag of chips backstage. <laughs> right? Like, why, like, inject a little bit of personality, yeah. like, a little bit of character. Like, he's fat. Like, it's fine. Like, yeah. I mean, instead of it's like, he's Kevin Owens, and we don't acknowledge that he's fat, and we just treat him like they're all the same power level... And that's a that's his name is Randy Orton and his name is Jonathan Cena and then they fight you know what I mean it's yeah. like especially because Vince McMahon like hates fat people so they right. might as well like lean into yeah. it among, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah among other other types of people <laughs> totally I want to see him like, I always think backstage is the place to do it like where's like 
Braun Strowman, like, what's what's he doing backstage? <laughs> what's his like? What's his, what's his room look like? Does he like break it? He should like, be constantly like, yelling at a like uh, service, like a food service representative. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. When they come in on him, he should always be getting off of a phone call yeah. with like a restaurant or something. I love that. Um, <laughs> I need to cancel my reservation. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not finished with you. <laughs> well, I need to hang up to complete the reservation. <laughs> yeah, but I'm not finished. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so like Ambrose in the Shield <laughs> works because he's like the wild card of the group. Yeah. So yeah. he's like he's crazy. It's like oh he's the guy who's like the, they have to be like hey man calm down like you're going a little nuts you know. Yeah. He's like you know like we're all like all right we're gonna go in there and rob the place and he's the one who's like all right I'm gonna fuck it. I might fucking stab somebody in the dick when I'm in there. <laughs> no we're gonna, we have the plan here. That's how it works when he's just like I'm crazy and like yeah. that I just say crazy and no one reels me in. He's not grounded enough. The only thing I was saying is like, you know, Reigns. Okay, Roman Reigns. We talk about his vest all the time. How do you guys feel about the vest? Just straight up. I, no, I, and I, feel I'm, free to use me as an example. I mean, if you forgot what it looks like. <laughs> well, well, you're this version of the vest. I'll be honest, not a fan. Of. <laughs> it's, it's so a bad. Little, it's a little flimsy, a little loose. One of the worst pieces uh, of merch ever uh, made. I didn't realize it was kind of like uh like on him I didn't realize it was kind of like a like a police vest almost like yeah. a uh bulletproof vest like I thought attack. it was attack I, I, yeah I thought it was just cloth I guess I never <laughs> yeah. really noticed yeah yeah well uh it's um I don't I don't I mean it it stemmed from when he was in the shield and he's yeah. wearing they're like they're like a I don't know they're like a couple of SWAT like a, guys. They're right? modeled after a SWAT team. They're like a SWAT team, yeah. right? And so like they're it like was like, oh, it was like bulletproof vest or whatever. Yeah. You know, it was like part of their SWAT gear. Like the, I imagine the original thing was like, I mean, actually, the real thing was probably they're like, all right, well, you can't all be wearing the same thing. So you'll wear the vest, you'll want to wear a shirt, you'll wear you'll hold up a gun holster. But if you think about it, kayfabe, it's like, all right. Uh, Rollins was like the guy who throws grenades, <laughs> right? Yeah. It was like, like that's what it was. It was like Reigns was like the, uh, the the front man guy, so he wears the bulletproof vest. He goes in he's got first, the he's like the gun. battering ram, yeah, like a 50, gatling 50 caliber yeah. gatling gun, right? And Ambrose is the guy with a cutoff shirt, who's, who's literally fighting a war with just a like tiny knife. Yeah, yeah and that's yeah. plenty. Yeah, they're yeah. like, we have we have a gun. He's like, no, no, no this is no, my yeah. gun. This lets me get close to it. Yeah. I don't nice. know a lot about the shield, uh, but like it was on the TV when I was walking through the other day, <laughs> and it looked to me like the closest thing to like either Degeneration X or like what was the thing with Farouk? Uh, his uh, group? nation of domination, nation of domination. Yeah. The stables. So we're getting back into the stables, yeah. which is very dope. Yes. And I, one thing about the shield, this is my opinion on the shield. The reason that I think that they are work, they work better than all of them individually, is because I think the thing that always makes things work in WWE now is is pushing everything to like the extreme right so like now that there are three guys who are all super like strong mm -hmm. uh they're like strong in kayfabe like they're like big stars they're in the all world. WWE they're together. champions yeah they're and now that they're champions. together you're essentially like adding their power together yeah and in the same way that like braun Voltron. Strowman was like shown to be the fucking monster, like literally the monster among men. Man. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, but you know what I mean? It's like it's like individually, Wait, individually, <laughs> like individually. It feels to me like like WWE doesn't really do a great job of making their characters seem like the like sideshow attractions that they used to be. Yeah. And so the way that they have to do that now is to like 
force people together, yeah. right? And it's like, and it's not even forced. It's just like you see it working when it's like, oh man, those three guys together yeah. now equal the like sort of power and draw of like Brock Lesnar, right? Right. And but it's like they are totally. as big as as one of those guys that is sort of already presented as this like fucking circus freak. Yeah, they they have to Voltron them, and, the, yeah. and it's totally true. The the thing that stinks is for Rollins, who is the only guy of the three of them that's proven that like he could be on his own and be like a main event caliber guy without any without feeling forced on us at all mm-hmm. as a heel. But when he was a babyface it didn't work at all so he might as well just make the shield again. Right. Yeah. But you know what I mean like Rollins like was the guy who like broke out of the shield and was like and that's right when you were coming in. He like turned on them, he started calling himself the architect, you know, and um, yeah, he was the man. He was, you know, he is like the man with the plan. He cheated to win. It worked so well. Just it, that, he's the only guy who suffers. The the only thing you'll see that's gonna be dope for Rollins is like when these matches happen, you'll start remembering why he's such a good wrestler. He'll yeah. have all the good spots, and yeah. he'll yeah. be the glue of the match. He was when the the shield. He had all the memorable spots when the shield. Was wrestling together. Now let's get to Roman Reigns. So the vest. Okay, this vest, by the way, just to say, all right, the vest he's wearing now, the SWAT vest, is so not this one. Right. This one I'm wearing with the stupid Spider-Man logo. Not to mention, this is even this. This isn't even. This is the second worst Roman Reigns vest. <laughs> I think. I mean, am I wrong? But that's like a nail, right in the middle. Yeah. Like Roman. Like the Roman to, spear, it's like the Christ, it's like the nail that or it's the Christ's wrist. I think like, it's still a shield. I think the whole the the emblem is supposed to look uh, like yeah, a shield. Right. It does look like a Christ nail with two R's right? on, on either side, right? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a it's a shit logo. It's, I mean, it's like the nine inch nail. Like this is yeah, like the nail. It is. Yeah. I mean. Because he is our, our Lord and Savior. Yeah, our, that's what I'm getting at, guys. Yeah, you're saying. Are you saying? All right, this sounds like a conspiracy. I think. Oh, <laughs> uh, Alex Jones is here. Uh, oh, man. Uh, look, I've, I've seen the papers. I've, I've talked to all the high level officials. The thing is that Roman Reigns, Roman Reigns uh, is a trans-dimensional psychic vampire. <laughs> they say he smells like sulfur. Okay. <laughs> All right, look, Alex. All right, Alex Newman Jones. Look, all right, I got it. We got it. Okay, it's just um, all right. So like, all right. The, so here's the thing: the cut of let's talk about just fa- uh, the fashion. We need a fashion sounds effect. We need like just like you don't want to get that kid from Curb Your Enthusiasm. Do you guys remember from last season where the kids just like the fashion? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm gonna get that. Larry David. He's dating his mom and a guest star, and he walks in. And he's just like, "What are you watching?" He's like, "Project One Way." Good show. <laughs> anyway, it's one of the best. It might be one of the best comedy performances I've ever seen. This, this kid. Anyway, the fashion. All right, so, um, so, uh, uh, like, all right, the cut of this. All right, there's a picture of Reigns up there, right? So the cut of this, this uh, vest is not good. It's like a high tank, uh-huh. right? It's more like a high wife beater. It's not good. The thing he's wearing now. Is actually looks more like a life vest, like when you're in a boat. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> so it's like more. It's like lower cut. It's lower and- cut, and more resembles more of like a singlet. Like it almost like if you look at it, it outlines kind of like what the Undertaker wears yeah. or whatever. You know, like the girdle the Undertaker wears. <laughs> yeah. You know, so it actually shows more and it looks cooler. Right. Yeah. And then when he's in with the team, it's like oh, they're all dressed like that. He looks awesome. Yeah. Uh, he does I, not say much. Just, I think alone the vest is such an uninteresting choice because yeah. it's like 
it's not enough that it's different than just wearing a normal T-shirt. Right. Uh, and it, the design is so, like, uh, uh, unexciting and, like, there's no real risk to it. Right. That it's just kind of like it might as well be nothing. He's on another wrestler that just looks too boring to me. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Zig pulled up a picture of him with like out like, without the vest on. Okay. This guy's got to take the vest off. Yeah, that's the one thing. I mean, thing. he's a fucking stud. Oh, yeah. yeah, tell it to this. Sierra Hotel. India. Echo Lima. Delta. Is that all of them saying each letter? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Wait, wait, listen. I found this on YouTube. This is them recording it in studio uh, without uh, any effects on it. It's just. Sierra Hotel. <laughs> India. Echo Lima. Delta. Shield. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what a bunch of like a, a bunch of Delta. old men auditioning for Power Rangers. Yeah. <laughs> um, and if I've seen, I think I've seen the, that video. Is that it, it? Don't they visibly count to three before they say <laughs> Shield? <laughs> it's so funny. They all do it, do it, and then they go. I just made the motion. Yeah. 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 Explain you what you did. Explain. I what you went. Did. I went one. Two, like Wade's World. Three. Yeah, yeah with sorry. my fingers. Uh, but in this video, they like count and then they go, shield. Yeah. <laughs> and it's so funny. Well, the funny thing about wrestling is that, like, uh, anyone who's like, does, well, I mean, everyone knows this. It's like, but like, if you're backstage, planning out wrestling has to be the least cool thing ever. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, all right, you're going to run at me. I'll pick you up. I'm gonna do my little spin, you know the little spin I do. <laughs> which, <laughs> which spin are you talking about? Well, like? yeah, and like it looks cooler if you go left. So don't okay. if you go right. Cause you know, like, all right, like Randy Orton when he gives like the RKO, like y you do most of the move on that, right? He just jumps <laughs> and catches you. You have to fall right, you know what I mean? Yeah. So like, he has to be like, look, if you look, you I know this is like annoying, but it like look doesn't look as cool if you don't like right, fall yeah. like the way you know. What I mean? Like it's pretty yeah, crazy. After the match, he's got to be like, you didn't fall right. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I look like an idiot. Yeah, because yeah. like, there's so many moves that are like that's all of wrestling yeah. in a lot of ways. It's because it is like it's on the person taking the move to like control it most. Right. Of the time it's like like if they don't make it look good yeah, the other yeah. person's fucked yeah like, you didn't make it look cool yeah yeah anyway so i don't know i'm digging the shield is shield protecting anyone is that how they started what's the the idea behind them they just like invaded yeah they, they invaded were... w what was their thing they, do you remember weren't they the, didn't they they were aligned with the authority were they not yeah I, uh, yeah i think they came in like i forgot their they were origins. like they were like triple h is like paramilitary okay like, so they security. were like right, security for yeah. him okay yeah, cool yeah yeah yeah, yeah. But, but then, then they, they went rogue yeah but then they went rogue and <laughs> yeah. they, and, they, and they they really started to catch oh, yeah. fire they started taking names yeah. all right um we got to cash in um Guys, um, we got a cash in on the shield, so it means that they have to get their opinion on here. Unfortunately. One thing I got to warn you about is this is from a guy called Nick Tula. Oh, Christ. Uh, he calls himself Terrible Tula, <laughs> and he's a guy I went to high school with, and he might be having a mental breakdown, <laughs> and uh, so he, uh, I, can't, I don't know what, you know, just bear with him, okay? <laughs> okay. Uh, That's right. fine. Anyway. Good guy, though. Good guy. <laughs> yeah. Wednesday, Eastern Standard Time. Oh, it's me, Newman. It's me. Terrible fucking chula. But don't worry. I'm not going to do what everybody thinks I'm going to do. And quote, freak out, man. I'm actually going to give a solid cash in. Oh. The shield. We're all talking about it. So cool. Oh, we're all talking about it. <laughs> but. Is so hot on merch and 
and what everybody wears. The three of these guys needed the shield uniforms more than anything. Roman ditches the stupid guy and gets the dope guy. Look, a hundred times better, way more of a bad guy. This true. Dean, I mean, it's like he got plastic surgery, got double Ds, and everybody wants to like fuck him because <laughs> his vest and his gear makes him look and kind of like a, a hillbilly who has sex with his cousin every other day. I mean, he's incredible. It's completely revolutionized the way we now look at Dean Ambrose. And Seth, well, Seth is Seth. I mean, I don't think Seth had dope gear, so it really doesn't do much for me to see Seth like that. Plus, I don't know what's going on with him, but yeah. So I'm cashing in on the shield gear, and I want to know, you fucking jabroni, who do you think the gear does the most for? Seth, Dean, or Rudy? All right. Tulo, All right. I dare you to make less sense. That was that was his best cash in. That was his. Mo- what was he talking about? It's not about very last terrible. Week? Yeah, yeah. yeah. What did he do last week? Name. What did he talk about last week? I don't know. He was in a manic episode last week. So <laughs> yeah. he was hooting and hollering. He, last week he's calling us. He's just watching the show and just like real time commenting. <laughs> what's happening? And it just like goes till the time. Jesus he's just Christ. like, oh wait, what's he gonna do? Oh, that was good. Okay, <laughs> all right. Like, he expects me to play it on here. Just play it along with the episode. Yeah. yeah. Oh man. So the question was, what? Uh, who benefits the most? I think we already most? addressed that. Yeah. yeah. It's Dean Ambrose. It's Dean Ambrose. Yeah, for sure. I honestly think it it bums me out that Seth Rollins is changing his gear. Yeah. Because I think he has some of the he's had some of the coolest gear yeah. in wrestling since Consistent. I started watching again. Like consistently, basically gear. every time he wears like a a uh, like sort of top and bottom, <laughs> yeah, yeah, matching the full power. Ranger. I'm like, dude, yeah. I'm in. Yeah. I buy in. Well, I like the white, the all the white. white, the all gold at WrestleMania was dope. Yeah, yeah Tommy, he, Tommy the White Ranger. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he looked dope. That's when he killed Sting's life. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> he almost killed Sting. Uh, uh, That's true. That? I don't know if you know about this. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Seth he Rollins re- killed your hero. Oh no, <laughs> he retired Sting. I really? Mean, yeah. yeah. Threw him into a turnbuckle and and like fucked his neck up. Oh yeah. shit. I will say part of what helps, you know, part um. Part of what helps Rollins' gear look good is that he's just like fucking looks awesome. Yeah, he's like in perfect shape. Yeah, he's got like perfect proportions. You just put on whatever he wants. Dude's a stud. <laughs> F- fuck him, man. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, that that just might be my body dysmorphia talking. <laughs> All right. Um, so hey, let's talk about this this Braun Strowman Roman Reigns cage match. I just want to say Reigns took like a dope ass bump. Yeah. yeah. Now here's my thing with Roman Reigns. It's controversial. You said he's boring. He gets a lot of shit. The, the, the general opinion is that he's a jabroni. I'm going to jump in yeah. and just let you guys know I'm not a Roman Reigns hater in the slightest. Well, uh, I really I'm wearing like the vest. Yeah. I really like him. Man. You really like I him. I really like him. See, I think he's one of the his, – his matches are so great. Yeah. He's such mm-hmm. a great wrestler. Yeah. And I think everyone over time, we're all appreciating his talent. Yeah. We say it every week. I just feel like I, I'm, at, I'm kind of at a place with him now where, like, I've been watching for a couple of years now, seeing the sort of fan opinion on, you know, the internet. Yeah. Everybody's yeah. pissed off about Swamp. him. Swamp. And it's like everybody, like, the thing that you notice is, like, people complaining about him on the internet. 
they complain about something, and then they make like a subtle tweak to his presentation on TV, and then everybody on the internet's like, yeah, but also this other thing. Right, right, right. And then, oh, he fi- he did good. He fixed that. Right. And then he was like, yeah, but still this other thing. Yeah. And then it's like it feels like it's just, to me, it's a situation now where like everybody's going to always hate him regardless of what he does. And I get that like sort of without sort of a, a lot of exposure to him like wrestling his wrestling and like his like right. in ring you're not gonna like look at him and be like oh yeah that's the guy for sure but I've like honestly I mean yeah it sucks the inevitability of him winning everything is a bummer sometimes right but also it's like I know who's gonna win a lot of the things that I watch right and I still watch them because I like them and I like the sort of journey to get there yeah so totally I guess I'm just not as down on him as I feel like Everybody in the whole. Well, world here's is. my thing: not watching a lot, though. But like, was the Undertaker <laughs> a good wrestler? Would you guys say? Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah. it depends on long. good. Good, good is no, so no, no, no. Undertaker was a good. He really was like good an wrestler. athletic good wrestler. Now, I mean, athletic in what sense? Like he could, he doesn't do flip a dues, but yeah. uh, of his era, he was he was he was like one of the best of that. What wrestling was and when he his, was I doing like, for his size. I yeah. feel like we'll remember him forever, yeah. and not because he was a good wrestler. No, yeah. no he had I, like a great persona. Totally, so he's he, my, he, yeah, he's my favorite of all time. Bring him back all the time. And Roman Reigns is a good wrestler. Who has no persona and like could be like a terrifying, right. scary guy, but yeah. instead he's just kind of a boring guy in an ugly vest. I think. <laughs> uh, yeah, look, I'm not gonna argue on you on that. I, I I just like his wrestling as I become like a rest like more snobby. Um, you know, with and like liking wrestling, I enjoy the way he works. But yeah, Undertaker's interesting. I mean, because he, when we were growing up, the Undertaker we knew even through like the Attitude Era was like a mediocre wrestler. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then like in his like second half of his career, he really like kicked it up as the wrestling got really good, and then he. He had some of like him and him and his matches with like Sean are some of the best matches ever. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I know what you mean. He's not like the. He's not. He's not like Shawn Michaels. Is like incredible. <laughs> yeah. You know. Yeah. Obviously, they have, have that. But if you want to talk about like characters, like honestly, like Stone Cold's not that good of a wrestler. No. Right. Um. Right. He, he so was memorable. the ring. He was the ringmaster. Yeah. He, uh, he was the master of the ring. Uh, under DiBiase's reign uh, and tutelage, but uh, <laughs> so is what's happening now. Like from the top down, they don't want like that type of personality anymore, or do the wrestlers just not like? That's uh, just such a rare thing. Yeah, yeah. There like, were just so many at the like when I, think, when I like the yeah. like the fact what, that like, Stone mean? Cold. The Rock, yeah. The Undertaker, like these guys were all at the same time. Like uh, yeah. these best, like the biggest personalities, and like before that, like Hulk Hogan, Ric Flair. No, Dan, uh, we agree. Like uh, I totally agree with you. Um, uh, we we've, the, the my whole like thesis of wrestling right now is that like right now we're in the age of the best wrestling we've ever seen. Wrestling is like it's better than it's ever been. Yeah. The wrestling. But we're truly lacking stars. So, yeah. what, but what do you, th- and, do you think that's because of the quality of the, the performers, no, or because of like WWE as a whole? I think I don't. I don't really know why. Because, well, I mean, if I had to speculate, just say I don't know why. There, there's a couple things. One could just be like this talent. This this talent doesn't exist. It just like no, doesn't right now. We're in a time where it's a lull. Where like in any sport, it's like there's no amazing star right now, and the best guy is not as good as Michael Jordan or whatever. Yeah. You know, um, like you know, there's we didn't have LeBron always. Yeah, but you had you know I don't know. Uh, so whatever that could be it. But the next thing I can say is that right now is indie wrestling. Mm-hmm. Independent wrestling is like hotter than ever. 
And independent wrestling doesn't stress character at all. I think that's the big thing. I think the yeah. thing the thing that's different today than like back in the day, like because like when like the attitude area, er, the attitude area, <laughs> the attitude in the, area, in the attitude what? area, uh, which is like generally like Detroit. Uh, yeah, yeah, Detroit. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But no, I think I think like I think I heard. I feel like it was Stone Cold or somebody on a podcast talking about how like back in the day when you were like working like territories, like yeah. you had to go into. Whatever territory you were working in, and immediately get the crowd to get who you were yeah. and why you were doing the things you were doing, and like because traveling champs, yeah, and because like you you're and you're constantly moving and you're doing this in every territory you go to, and like over the course of a year, you're you're doing it over and over and over again, figuring out how to distill your character down into like the most like easy to digest mm -hmm. and like like. Uh, just like clear sort of nuggets. So you walk into a room and everybody in the room knows, oh, that guy's a bad guy. This is why I'm going to, I hate him and I'm going right. to like yell at him right now. But like nowadays, it is that thing where it's like everybody who's like learning how to wrestle is learning either, is like learning from like guys who didn't even have that experience anymore. Right. Like indie wrestlers are getting, like th this is, I mean, I love Seth Rollins, but the fact that he owns a wrestling school. Is crazy to me. The Black and the Brave. Yeah, because he. I feel like it's. <laughs> I feel like it's like we're we're kind of in a position what does where that it's like name mean Black and Brave. Well, he's well, like, a, like he's um, a metal he's a metalhead, so I'm sure uh, there's some. I see. Yeah, but it's like I think. Well, that, also he says Brave instead of Blue. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. His yeah, favorite yeah. movie is the Thin Brave Line. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> the thin Brave Line. His favorite. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, but yeah. I think the thing yeah. is, it's like all those dudes who Braves did brothers. it. <laughs> Like guys like Undertaker and like Stone Cold brave aren't man group. <laughs> the Brave Man Group. The Brave Man Group. The Vegas. Same thing. They're just firemen. <laughs> but his uh, favorite baseball team is the Atlanta Blues. <laughs> yeah, hundred yeah, percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. uh, the po the point I was trying to make though is just that the idea that like guys like the Undertaker and like Stone Cold and like. The Rock and Mankind, Mick Foley, like they're not like backstage anymore. So the, I feel like the guys who are working today are like, all I know how to do is wrestle real good. Right. Yeah. But nobody's there to like sort of be like, hey, you know, like this is a thing about you that you could really like sort of amp up and like make it work. Yeah. Like and like there are flashes of that like all the time. Like I feel like, uh, like now every few months, like I feel like Braun Strowman is like the first the first person in a long time where like. The moment he started coming out by himself with his music yeah. and like his demeanor, the when he was squashing, the, yeah, his squash like, match. The, that was the first time I like. He was like the first performer since I started watching it. Kevin Owens a little bit also, but yeah. like Braun Strowman was the first character that like immediately when he walked on screen, I was like, oh shit. Well, he's yeah. legitimately like fee fi fo fum. Yeah, like you know his deal. He's a dumb giant. Yeah, he's yeah. dead set on like revenge, like whatever you dingle like in front of his face. Like, <laughs> yeah. He'd be like, oh, I'm mad at that. And then you could easily distract him with keys or whatever. Like, you know, like, you, you got him. Even, like, Big Show, you, his character, I never knew what it was. His character was, like, he's big. Yeah. And then, like, he fought Floyd Mayweather, so he learned how to punch one time. Yeah. You know, like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. We're, like, literally, he, uh, Braun Strowman, you can pull him out of a fairy tale. Yeah. Right. So it's like, oh, that's what his character is. That's why you, that's why you connect to that. Yeah. Um, uh, like, <clears throat> you... You can you can only have like one Daniel Bryan where yeah. it's like he's kind of a he's got like no actual he has like regular guy charisma yeah. but no no like character his character is indie wrestler. Am yeah. I the only one who finds Daniel Bryan's features like grotesque? <laughs> 
Like no, it JBL seems, didn't like him. Like, I feel him like goat. when I was eight, I mean, I was watching SmackDown today. I was catching up on it, and his, big old like, teeth. His his mouth is huge. Also, his, his hair swooping back now. The yeah. like the like weird long hair he's got, like yeah, mid range long hair. Yeah, he looks like a. Yeah. Like I think a, Nikki Bella like finds him se- grotesque. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I think I think Nikki's on it to him. I mean, her her husband is John Cena, which is the opposite man. Uh, um, so yeah, so. Um, yeah, totally. Like, like I, you know, in the indie scene, they don't, they don't, they don't emphasize the the character like at all. Yeah. Oh yeah, you he know. does look like a goat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the cool, but the thing is too, I think that like this the, guy's an idiot. He looks like one. <laughs> the thing is about like wrestling now too, though, is that I think it's like uh, because there's so much of it, like they have to cycle through stuff so so often, right. and like. The reason that like Daniel Bryan got huge is because he was the right dude for the right part at the right time, right? Like right. Mm-hmm. he he was like the perfect character to go up against the authority at that time, right? Like like that and that's why it worked. Right. Braun Strowman was the perfect foil to Roman Reigns right now. Right. And that's why he worked. And it's like it's sort of this thing where like I feel I feel like WWE has all these pieces and they're all the shiniest, dopest pieces in the world. They throw them into a box and then they start moving them around because they have to make seven hours of TV every week or whatever. Right. And they start moving around. They put them over here, and it's like, those don't really work, but they're good for now. Like, let's work on something else. It's like, oh, shit, we've got these two that are working great right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so they, they like, I think that they struggle to sort of, like, put two personalities together and then, like, give the the sort of feud the attention it deserves. Because, yeah. like, like, right now, it's like, Finn Balor Bray Wyatt right. feels like it should be a feud that's like a match made in heaven, but it's like on TV it comes off like kind of like ah oh, they're not really like they're not milking this for all that it's worth. Fucking yeah, I but feel like that's you think frequent. part of that is like that Finn Balor is kind of one of these indie guys who like to me. Yeah, like, I think the, he's miscast. I think right. that that's a lot he's of the problems in WWE right now are just it's like amazing performers being miscast. It's like if like Finn Balor was cast to be like like a, a Roman Reigns type character. It's like that doesn't work for me. Like he's trying, he's trying to be this guy who's like scary to this dude who's been yeah. uh, like a he weighs five hundred more yeah, pounds. Yeah, it's like he yeah. needs to be, he needs to be cast in the right role. And I think that that's the thing that that I think that the performers nowadays don't necessarily know exactly who their characters are. Yeah, so they're put in these roles where they have to play to a type or like an archetype in the story they're telling. Instead of like finding a way to like make characters organically work together. Okay, let's 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 pivot because I think it'll hit on this. I want to pivot into a guy who I think is doing everything you're saying that's missing, which is the Miz, mm-hmm. who I think is the most to me is WWE's to me WWE's biggest star is the Miz, whether they realize that or not. Uh, right now, if you look at everyone they have, the guy who has all the tools to get there. Is is him like his character is really clearly defined to me. He has a feel of like a main event guy. He's super charismatic. Yeah, he's in really good shape. Like he can wrestle the WWE style that they need him to. Right. Um. And like he's a natural like leader. And he's a foil to literally any babyface yeah. character. Yes, that's the thing. Heel. He can't be a good guy. That's yeah, the yeah. thing that I think that is different nowadays. As, as opposed to like back in the day like because I think I think now it's like all these characters are like I don't know the Miz is just a great example of a character that's like he works as a foil to anyone 
because his character is the way that it well, is. Every, because he's so, so self-absorbed. Every time you put him in the ring with someone, you're like, oh, let's see this feud. Like he was like feuding with Kurt Angle. I was like, oh, let me see that match. Yeah, yeah. He, you know, they put him like because he, he is a perfect foil. It's exactly the way I say it. Um, He's the only guy that when you watch now, right. you, you feel like, oh, this guy watched the same wrestling growing up that I watched. Yeah, that's yeah. a great point. Yeah. yeah, and so uh, it's he knows why we like it. Yeah. He I think he, like, sorry yeah, no, to no, interrupt, no. but I feel like he knows why people like wrestling. And a lot, it feels like a lot of wrestlers that wrestle today don't necessarily. Yeah. Like, The Miz knows, like, I'm going to be like fine in the ring, but I'm going to make people like care about me one way or the other. And it's his investment is in his character, not in his matches or in, in anything like right. that. It's like, I want people to get me every time I step out. Right. There. And also, Daniel Bryan put him all. When Daniel Bryan said, like, you wrestle that soft WWE style, it like lit a fire in him where he was like, yeah, I don't, the wrestling doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, yeah, like, all, I'm sick of all you, like, IWC idiots thinking that wrestling. The yeah. wrestling matters. The hottest thing in wrestling last year was the Broken Hardys. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? Like, those guys are way past their wrestling prime. And then WB brought them back in to wrestle, and no one cares about their wrestling. Yeah. It's like, no, yeah, we want characters. That, uh, that's what I, I want. Yeah. We need I want it to it. already be, like, 20 years in the future and have The Miz as an announcer. Because that's the thing when you're watching that I, like, hate is the announcers are so boring. Yeah. <laughs> compared to, like, anyone we were right. raised on that's, like, they, t they pick an opinion, and then they fucking just play that opinion for the whole match. Yeah. Yeah. It, uh, if if Miz doesn't get pulled, actually pulled by Hollywood, like Miz is like I, I I'm such a believer in his talent. Like I think like Miz could literally land a part as like the asshole in like a Christmas movie. I mean right. he's already or, the like, lead in the Marine could, series. He could guy. take yeah. over like a uh, yeah. like the Zac Efron role and stuff <laughs> yeah. of just like attractive douche or whatever. Yeah, uh, yeah. Don't you think he gets something where like he like a TV like uh, literally? I would think to cast him in a second. Uh, if I was did casting you, something. Did you guys hear he's hosting the next season of MTV's The Challenge? Yeah, with oh. CM Punk. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. CM oh, Punk. good, man. What's his name was so boring. Was it? He must have just signed the longest. TJ? TJ. He oh, must have TJ signed Latin. the longest contract. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he like had no persona. He looked high out of his mind. What's up? Today um, we're doing The Challenge. <laughs> so, Literally nothing. Miz, the other thing they I think that defined his character a little more this week was like that moment when he locked them out of the yeah. arena, oh, yeah. and he like pulled the strings. It was like yeah. he became like this evil villain, like he became like a J like a Bond villain. Yeah, where it was like, oh, this was my plan. I sent Seamus and Cesaro to take out the shield. I'm gonna lock them out of the arena, and then Kane, I have Kane to show up yeah. and yeah. make sure this is a lock. Like he's like a mastermind. Yeah, uh, I, I think this this week's episode of Raw real good was really good and and not and good in a way that Raw usually isn't good yeah in that like I was invested in the story of the episode which has not happened in a long time oh, yeah. like I love like I love Raw I love wrestling I I love everything but like this episode when I was watching it I was like oh shit this like felt like Old school attitude era, Stone Cold's coming in every three or four 100%. every three or four segments to remind me of what's going on. Yes. And then it's gonna be some big payoff at the end. Like it felt like it was written like at least two days ago. earlier. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah. But yeah, it's, it was. It was. Uh, it just that doesn't happen as often no. anymore. Yeah. Where it's like you're you are watching because you want to see what happens at the end. Yeah, and and everything. And this is a good way to fade into something else because like every I totally agree. You're like it felt like watching. 
Uh, Miz is tapping into like a Vince energy. Yeah, like he's tapping into an yeah. attitude out of Vince. Yeah. I'm like, remember when like Stone Cold like put cement in his car? Yeah, like it's like he he's like he, like he's doing backstage segments that he's popping up throughout the whole show. He's important. You know who like the protagonist of Raw is or what? You know, antagonist, whatever. Uh, like, it, so that that is what I love. I like story. I like character. It's what I like about wrestling. Yeah. So I think we agree. Yeah. I think most people who like wrestling who are within our community like it for that reason. There's a whole sect of what Newman calls the swamp yeah. uh, of wrestling <laughs> where they're talking about like how hard a punch is. Yeah. Like that conversation is like that guy has bad punches. You're like, I don't fucking Dude, care about that. There's nothing worse. I went to Raw at Stable Center, like was what is it, November of last year, and some fucking guy was sitting behind me and just like talking to his buddy. There's not the reason that I don't talk about wrestling most often, like most most of the time, is because I don't want to sound like that guy sounded. Neckbeard. Neck yeah, where, do we sound like that? No, 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 no. I I appreciate this tone of conversation okay, where it's like I think I there's too many wall. people. It, <laughs> sorry, I want to hear that one again. By the way, wait, can I play, <laughs> play it again? Play it I'm again. sorry to interrupt you, but um, th I think this this quote sums up exactly about what wrestling we're into. Okay. Guys, let's put, put this in perspective. These are huge men. <laughs> <laughs> During the main event of SummerSlam, he's like, I'm going to put this into perspective for you. These are huge men. <laughs> the, one pr the one perspective everyone had going yeah. into it. <laughs> guys, 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 for a second. I just thought of something brilliant. Let me put this in perspective, right? Because right now there's a lot of ideas. There's a lot of ideas floating around. And I think I really, I think what it, here's what it is. These guys are big. <laughs> I love the idea of like my Michael Cole having this existential like fucking breakdown of like, wait, what are we watching? <laughs> These guys are huge. Why are they mad? He thought he was at the fucking opera for 20 years. <laughs> or, he, or the idea that he's watching that whole match thinking, no, these are small men. <laughs> and then he has this moment of realization. He's so far away. And he's just like, wait, if I felt that way, everyone felt that way. You know what, everybody? Uh, I'm sorry, I totally interrupted you with that because uh, I wanted to hit you with that. It's the, fine. It's see fine. you fourth wall. Uh, <laughs> John Cena just saying, see you fourth wall. <laughs> Um, that was that moment made me cringe super hard. Thinking back on it, it's not going to age well. No, no. I don't think well. most of Cena's late era career is going to age very well. I think really? his last like three or four feuds have been like pretty like. I thought everything yeah. was good up until AJ, and then after that, he's yeah. been, he did the like it's everything into an uncle. Like, the last season of Game of Thrones. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He turned like, into, oh. I feel like he's turned into like an uncle where he's like, he's going, like he's detached from his character and totally. from everything now. So he like walks out and he's just like, hey guys, what's up? I'm a wrestler. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Once, once The Rock got there, he stunk. <laughs> like once The Rock got to the place where he started, dude, like he stopped talking about how expensive his shirts were. <laughs> like that's when he just started being a fucking drone. Have you noticed too <laughs> that when The Rock does come back, it's kind of, his idea of like how he becomes the rock is he just like it becomes like Flame a misogynist and like is like yes. a bitch a lot and like yeah. all that like it's like it's weird that that's the place he dials back into. I don't mind it. To He's be fair, legit. that was the place that he existed in. Yeah, I know. But yeah. I mean, he literally came in last night, and he he had one thing where he's like walking down the hallway before he entered, and he go he sees Rusev and Lana, a real married couple, yeah. and his like it just comes in. And she's like, "Hey, remember when I fucked you?" Uh. <laughs> like, but he doesn't say it like that. He's like. But that's essentially what he says yeah. in front of Rusev. And you're like, come on, man. Like, yeah. Even though that's like story, like, does that feel good? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that's super weird. Um, uh, uh, yeah, anyway, but I mean, I still, The Rock is my spirit animal. But I, I think, uh, um, 
He, I legit, the Rock like legit inspires me. Whatever of his <laughs> bullshit, like the fact he's like wakes up to work out, like I, I like use him. I really have like, you gotten his alarm clock yet? I have it, but I don't use it. No, I haven't. The Rock never taps. He doesn't. <laughs> yeah. he, he never. Uh, he never does. Uh, what's it called? Snooze. Uh, oh, that's all right. funny. <laughs> yeah, because because The Rock doesn't tap. <laughs> so. Um, <laughs> All right, so all right, so anyway, I think this also ties in. What I was gonna pivot to is Enzo. Mm-hmm. So like Enzo, whether you like Enzo or hate Enzo, like Enzo has got the goods. Like you, uh, he's definitely annoys people. He definitely is like, uh, like oh, he's not, he might not be the best worker, but like this week, he's one of these guys who has the ability to like, if they just tweak the writing in his favor, you'll be into him in one second because he's. Can, he can do the job. Yeah. yeah, you just have to give him something to do. Right. So, I think that that's the big thing. He plays into his look well. Yeah, like he yeah. looks like oh, he yeah. looks like how he acts. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I like this though. This uh, sort the of stable, stable that they got going. I'm gonna start watching Two Five Live. Yeah, I started watching it. Uh, like I usually like watch like most of it now. Yeah. Uh, and I started when Enzo moved because like he makes it interesting. Yeah. And the way that all the characters play off of him, I think, is really interesting because it's like, and people out, people on the internet were just like, it's so f- it's fucking stupid for Enzo to just go out there and like bury the whole division and like make fun of them and shit. But I was like thinking about it and like, he made me totally buy that everybody else in that division now now wanted to kill him. Right. And it's because he's like such a believable piece of shit <laughs> that like when people like react to his insult, right. you're like, "Oh hell, yeah, he does want to beat him up." Right. And now it's like, "Oh, any match I see with Enzo versus anybody, I think I am going to be invested in. Yeah, because totally. everybody I mean, has a reason to hate him now. They have like this thing. He like he right now. He's like he's like the mob boss or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Like he, like you know he's like I did this to you with his yeah. like crew. And like you're in. He's just he works. Yeah. Like it's just like people shit on him for two weeks, but it's like let's see the forest and the trees here. Like this yeah. guy is like knows he's a pro wrestler. Yeah, in every sense of the word, the wrestling doesn't matter. If yeah. you have what he has, yeah, and his wrestling is not you bad. You can't see that you're getting worked. I don't think he's that bad of a wrestler either. No, but I'm saying like he doesn't wrestle like Neville. No, no you know what I mean. No. He doesn't have that level of talent. Who knows? If I Neville think he also back. kind of wrestles the way that he looks and the way he acts. <laughs> yeah. right. It's like his wrestling fits his character completely. To me. Um, so we're talking about um, uh, what do you guys think of Finn Balor's like? We, I know we kind of mentioned it, but what do you think of the Pumpkin King uh, routine? What the fuck? Uh, Actually, I, you know what? We got ca- you want to hear cash in? Sure, All yeah. Right? All right. You guys ready for cash in from some people? I can't guarantee they're more normal than Tulo, but <laughs> why not? There's a good chance they're not. Yeah. <laughs> hey guys, this is Matthew, first time cash in. What's up, and dude? And actually, really first time wrestler fan as well too. Wrestler fan. Actually, uh, Jack Gallagher got me into wrestling Whoa! just recently this year. Personally, um, I got a few things that I'd like to say about 205 this recent week. Uh, if you really like what Kalisto did, but hated what Enzo, Enzo did, you got worked, man. I mean, Enzo did the same thing that Kalisto did, but everyone hated Enzo for it, and no one hates Kalisto for it at all. It is dumb. It is bullshit, man. I despise Kalisto, and honestly, I think 205 is going down the drain for me right now. Uh, the only person who I remember liking maybe was TJP. And that was it. And he's not fun anymore. Um, another thing, Wyatt, uh, guys, you got to get over Wyatt. He's no longer this eater of worlds, no longer this otherworldly scary dude anymore. He's just a crazy person who dresses like a girl. It's not. It's nothing anymore. It's no big deal. He's not scary. They need to 
they need to stop using him. I mean, if anything, you you know what they need to do? They need to call up. They need to call up Alistair Black <laughs> to as he said, call up, call up Alistair Black and fight him against Finn Balor. That mm-hmm. would be an amazing match. I would pop for that. I am definitely an Alistair Black mark. Thanks again, guys. <laughs> is this guy a robot? <laughs> this is two little robot boys. Look, all right, don't jump down his throat too fast. He's a first-time listener. I know he said some things that are, uh, go against your morals as a fucking liberal elite, but you remember the, you remember the shit we got. You remember the shit we got. We got. Uh, yeah. I got a coastal elite saying "L.A. New York" comments. Anyway, wow. that was from that was from some flyover state jabroni. Okay. okay. <laughs> One thing I want to say is that one element you're getting worked on, and then Newman, I'll let you respond, but is uh, the, him saying, like, get over Wyatt, blah, blah, blah. Now, I want to say one thing. Uh, similar to my comment about Enzo, Wyatt is a guy who, like, if you don't realize it, that's a guy who has it. Mm-hmm. With the correct writing, in once, literally, one week you could think he's the worst thing ever. The next week, the tweak the writing, he'll be the coolest thing in wrestling because of his level of charisma and talent. And how much he knows that character he's doing. Mm-hmm. So, like, to me, I'm like, yeah, right now, this... By the way, I do like the girl stuff. I like the Sister Abigail stuff. <laughs> yeah. I think it's super cool. But, yeah, I think you're getting worked to think that Bray Wyatt is over. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, I, I don't mind... Like, I don't... Uh, it's, it's This is difficult, because this was a thing... Like, Finn Balor, Bray Wyatt was, like, a thing that I was like, oh, that'll be interesting when they do it. And I've liked almost all of it, yeah. honestly. Uh, but I think they just like they've now my expectation going forward for them is like basically the only way any of this like works or makes sense for me is if this is like the like tweak to Bray Wyatt's character that's like going to push him into like a new sort of strata. Right. right. It's like yeah. they've done all this work. Where it's like Finn Balor beat him like as the man. Finn Balor beat him as the demon. Yeah. Now he's like, oh, yeah, well, now I'm going to be also a demon. And if he <laughs> loses now, then it is. I think it is like that thing where it's like, oh, they kind of do have to like. He's going to lose too, right? Because they're push- they're clearly pushing Balor. To me, mistake. The the star is Bray. Yeah. I, I don't know. I'm such a big Bray Wyatt fan. Yeah. I think like what I get frustrated by Bray, and not that he bangs JoJo. That's his own personal business. But I, <laughs> I think that as you know. Uh, it, it, but I, I actually I, I would love if they acknowledge that he's like a fucking adulterer. I think that's yeah. like great for his character. And then he would be like he'll be like those are lines drawn by society that don't exist. You know what I mean? Like it'd be like amazing. <laughs> That I love. The thing about him is I don't like is that he doesn't make sense. You're like, what is he going after? Like he says, like, oh, he, his thing is like, I'm a horror film bad guy, right? Well, but they, like, well, you know his, what those guys want? His thing is that is that he's a liar. Like that's the thing that I've get I get frustrated by with him as a character is that like you can't have a guy go out every single time and cut a promo on somebody and be like, uh, like. Uh, you've never seen somebody like me before, and there's no chance you're going to beat me. Right. And then, ding, 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 <laughs> one, two, three, he gets beat. And then the next time he's like, well, you beat me that time. It's like the Wizard of Oz. It's and, like that but this time's going to be different because... The curtain, you see? Is yeah. that you behind the curtain? Yeah, it's just like, I think, I think he's like one of those characters that I do think, like, you kind of got to, like, they have to commit to him being... A threat. Yeah. Or and he I has to have or he thing. has to have something like the Undertaker had where it's like you don't beat him at WrestleMania. Yeah. Or like they need to give him something to kind of add to the Maybe lore. this sister Abigail thing will be the thing that 
uh, I don't know. Have you? Did you see any of the stuff that was on? No, this is Finn Ballard. No, the, or the <laughs> Ballard. Finn, what's his name? Uh, Bray Wyatt. This uh, is Baller Claw. Yeah. <laughs> but they basically, in recent weeks, he was like, "I'm gonna basically take on the persona of this like woman who was a mentor to him or something like when he was younger, who's named Sister Abigail." And he started cutting promos with like a veil over his face with like a weird voice changer. So it's like, just this is funny. your reaction to that guy <laughs> uh, is crazy. But it's like, I think that like, uh, I don't know, like they've done, like it's, they're making a choice with him, which was the thing that was exciting for me. Yeah. Like when I first saw like that first promo where he did a promo as Sister Abigail, yeah. I was like, that's like a cool choice if they follow through on this and they actually like make him into something, yeah. right? Well, that's the, that's the whole thing. It's just too much yeah. start and stop. Yeah. It's the same thing with Ziggler. It's like these guys who are like, they got, they, they got the, they just let them win. Yeah. Like, the only difference between them and other guys is they're just losing. Yeah. <laughs> like, Bray was the champion for, like, four seconds. Uh, Lippard, what do you think of Bray? What's his deal? He, he, he's like a cult leader. A I'm just curious. If he, he's the one that does that weird backwards demon crawl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I don't buy it. <laughs> like, it's like not like like when Mick Foley does all the characters, you buy them all. Yeah, you know, you're kind of in it. Yeah. yeah, when he's doing it, I'm like, this guy's going broad, and he doesn't get it. Yeah, like he doesn't get how to do this character, and he's like, su- he doesn't get what's funny about it. He just thinks it's serious. Yeah. Uh, And I think, like, you can't treat uh, certain ideas like it's Christopher Nolan back. Because also, think about Undertaker, too. Like, Undertaker was a serious character, but he was accompanied by Paul Bearer, who is maybe one of the funniest characters in the history of wrestling. Like, and like, Undertaker like barely talked. You barely saw his face. Like this yeah. guy, you see his face, and you see him overacting. Yeah. And it's like I, I just don't buy it at all. Yeah, um, and, but I yeah, agree. Paul Bearer is the one of the greatest comedic character in history. <laughs> oh, Guys, yeah. we got another cash in about about Paul Bearer, Sister Abigail. Yeah, we got uh, another Paul Bearer. Character. <laughs> you guys want to hear it? All right, give the Ladies and gentlemen, Huff Nation is back at it with mediocre and slightly long-winded opinions. This is. Josh Huff, not Austin. J O S H Huff, Huff Huff Nation here. Yeah, we knew you were two different people last time, idiot. (laughs) Kind of okay, kind of mediocre. My only problem is, well, one, I had a cash in last week saying I didn't like Sister Abigail. I kind of have a change of heart. It's all right. A little weird for me, but it's I just told you the switch on a dime. (laughs) (laughs) You have to make Finn Balor's demon paint look like a goddamn pumpkin, bro. That was so stupid. It was was strange. But why does he look like a a pumpkin? pumpkin. (laughs) The TLC pay-per-view is going to suffer because everyone's just going to be calling Finn Balor a pumpkin. And going more, the TLC pay-per-view is going to suffer because of the, um, for lack of a better term, rush and questionable booking of said pay-per-view. I like Kane's back, but why is Kane in this TLC match? And why is this TLC match even happening? I don't know. I don't think TLC is going to be good. And once again, Finn Balor looks like a pumpkin. (laughs) Thank you for that. (laughs) That was another perspective. (laughs) (laughs) Once again, before you forget, yeah. in summation, uh, uh, yeah, I thought that I thought I mean, I think I this kind of goes back to what we were talking about before we started yeah. recording. The way that I watch wrestling, I think, is different than a lot of uh, like modern wrestling fans. In that, like, I think that like my brother is one of these people in a, in, a, in a lot of ways, not really, but like he he more than me is like. 
I think a lot of people like watch wrestling nowadays because they want to pull it apart and they want to like be upset by things and they want to like right. not like something. And I think that the Bray Wyatt Finn Balor that whole program was kind of an instance of me kind of being like, I don't hate this yet, and mm-hmm. I'm not gonna act <clears throat> like I do yet. Right. And I still don't hate it. Right. And I think that that's like uh, my perspective a lot of times just on wrestling in general is like, I don't actually hate this. So why like, why do I? act like I do. Yeah, right. And I feel like that a lot of wrestling fans now, and that's why it's like so exhausting to talk to people sometimes, where it's just like... Being a snob is like part of the fun. Yeah. Well, especially like, when it's like, I mean, the, the people in the swamp where they're 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 not, like they're not even close Are you saying to, you want to drain the swamp? I'm saying yeah, I want to light the swamp on fire <laughs> and let it let it burn in all its goopy putridness. Uh, like, they're not even close to being athletic or funny or interesting and then they're like criticizing these people who are doing the hardest kind of entertainment yeah. and it's just like fucking check check yourself yeah and enjoy the show yeah before you wreck yourself yeah <laughs> um uh, yeah i agree all right what, so what was this guy's deal this was sean huff and he's got a brother or he's, play- <laughs> he's playing two characters <laughs> there's two of them josh and austin huff and they both like to catch and they both like to let us know specifically which one we're getting and act like we've been getting them confused when we haven't <laughs> <laughs> uh you know you, you know these are my listeners what you, you know they're fun if i was going to give them a recommendation they should start calling in his personas and add to the huff family <laughs> yeah. i, wa- I want to hear more of them we the faces of Huff. Yeah. <laughs> this is um, Philip Huff. All right. With last thing about some Raw, we got to move on to some SmackDown stuff. We got to plow through this. Um, I think uh, Mickey James is like killing it. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm like, I'm like very into what's going on with Mickey James. I really like, like her promo was so authentic yeah. and genuine. She was like, I like, I'm really happy with my life, and like, I'm older. Yeah, I'm older, and like, it'd be awesome to have another championship title to bring home to my kid. But like, hey, you want to shit on me because I'm older? Like, my life is so full, and like, fuck all you empty like little girls. Yeah, yeah. And I just thought it was just, it was awesome. It was yeah. a rare glimpse. Of I love some the reality. I love the accolade that they gave her, where it's like she was just inducted into the Native American. Yeah. Uh, is she Native like, American? Yeah. I guess so. Yeah. And, and she has the number one song. I'm yeah. like, where? Yeah. <laughs> just saying the number yeah. one song. They just said she has the number one song yeah. the no- on the Tohono Odom Reservation. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah it's like a one sect of Foxwoods. I, th- uh, uh, I think that this, the Mickey James Alexa Bliss feud, is like a, going back to the example of like the right pieces in the right role. Yeah, like I think that the, this is like one of those times where it's just like the two characters make sense to go to be in a feud in, in the direction and story that yeah. they're telling. And it's like it's gonna be good because Mickey James is a a like sympathetic older. Older, she's like thirty eight, thirty nine, and they make her out like they literally. I don't know if you saw this, but they put depends in her locker room. Like last weekend, but it's Kane is like fifty. Yeah. Meanwhile, yeah, yeah, but it's like it's just they're the perfect they're the perfect foil for each other. So this this feud is gonna make sense, and it's like you can see it happening like on screen. It's like it's like oh, it was supposed to be just like a bridge feud, I think, for like Oscar. Yeah. And, uh, and it's I, amazing that it like took it's taken off. Yeah, I I mean I I, st- I think it I think it still could be. I, I like I I I'm not gonna be shocked if Mickey James wins on Sunday. Yeah, I, I'm not gonna be shocked, but I um uh, I I'm not like, gonna be shocked, but I would be surprised. I feel like th- <laughs> I feel like this though is one of those stories where it's like it, it, for me. <laughs> 
<laughs> when I would, I, it felt like jaw drop, but I yeah. would be like, oh, they did it. Well, because I think it, this is like one of those stories where act they've kind out. of act it out. What would you do when it happens? When it happens? Yeah. Well, how, well, how are you gonna? I want to see you. Re- I want to see okay. you. Not you, you said you wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be you surprised. Wouldn't be shocked. So I want to see you. It's, it'd be this. Happen. It'd be one of these. And, I mean, and Ricky James wins. Oh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, okay. Would any of you guys? Would any of you guys be surprised when that happens? I don't know the storyline. Um. You think you'd be surprised? Yeah, I, would be, I, I might be surprised. Okay, uh, sorry. Let's see shocked. what that looks like. Uh, <laughs> all right. Yeah, let's all right. Do, all right uh, Mickey James wins. What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I, I'm going to be shocked, but not surprised. <laughs> <laughs> all right? So, all right, set me up. Hey, uh, one, two, three. Mickey James is the winner. Wow, that's shocking, but I'm not surprised. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I'm a little more on the nose. Uh, <laughs> that's great. I just think this feels to me yeah. like... Yeah. Sorry. No, 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 this, no, this feels to me like one of those like stories where they've set it up that if Mickey James loses, it it means a whole lot more than if Alexa loses, right? Yeah. yeah. Like, if Mickey James loses, then they've just like... Put so much on the line in terms of like what the storyline is about, where it's like this like woman who's like came back after like a long time away, and she's like trying to prove that she's not this old yeah. woman who can't go anymore. Yes. It's almost like they've they painted themselves into a corner where it's like if she loses, then well, I guess this is the end of her time in yeah. this run of, she, of if she of loses WWE. She, if they if they're like hey let's invest in her at all like yeah it's, I think the smart thing is to like let her win I or or. Or I think you you it's like egregious cheating. I think right. I think Alexa has to egregiously cheat, and you just continue the the program. Yeah, and then like sort of find a way to pu- to push pause and like move to Oscar or something. Because it's like if they can just if because even if like Alexa only wins by like cheating super hard, I feel like story wise that makes a lot of sense. Where it's like you're not an old woman. I had to cheat to beat you. Right. And then I so I think that there are like ways they can do it where they don't like totally. Like ruin Mickey James, but I think the yeah. way that the story's been built, I'm like, this is like the first time in a long time, like that I've like been really invested. They've done a good job yeah. with like like a woman's storyline that's not just like, oh, everybody likes Sasha Banks, she should fight Alexa Bliss. Right. Yeah. They like actually, this is like a storyline no, that Alexa like Bliss makes and Sasha sense. connected, and uh, not at all. Yeah. Which was super weird because they actually hate each other. Yeah. <laughs> Did they really? Yeah. Back they hate each other. Well, uh, Sasha is apparently very difficult. That's yeah. what they say. I hate to be the guy who's calling a woman difficult, but uh, I did it already. Uh, it already happened. I think, uh, you can't take that back. It happened. You, can't, you can't edit this? You can't, I, you can't no, edit No, no, no. Keep that in. As a matter of fact, move it to the beginning. Contextless cold open. Yeah. Um, all right. We got to move on. We have to. We have to. We have to. All right. So um, let's move on. Is it time on. for... Uh, what? what? Do you, is, it, is it SmackDown time? It's or? time for me to play this clip. Okay. All right, so, um, all right, Kevin Owens. What are you, Lippert, what do you think of Kevin Owens? I don't like him. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's a, like, uh, terrible actor. Uh, yeah. like, he, he was the one where the mat, he, he made Shane give him another match, right, recently, because the ref got hit. Yeah, the yeah, 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 yeah. That whole, like, that whole backstage improvised moment yeah. that they were trying to do where he was mad was, like, embarrassing. <laughs> uh, aren't aren't they I, always bad? They're always bad. I was thinking about this the other day. Would you rather watch an hour supercut of wrestlers improvising or, uh, <laughs> like, 
like porn improv. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! What's porn no, improv? Like hours. the moments leading up to the sex where, the, where oh, you can tell I they're see. riffing and they're inventing a backstory oh, or yeah. like something like that. And it's it's like, like, <laughs> I don't know. I guess it just broke. Yeah. <laughs> you see, oh, the director you, just being you like, broke the handle <laughs> on this toilet yourself. Jeez, you don't seem like the kind of person who could do that. Yes. Well, in college, I studied philosophy. <laughs> <laughs> I think the porn one would be more interesting. Yeah. <laughs> like the wrestling ones where you could tell they're kind of going off. Out of context. And they're always waiting they're always waiting for a cue. Yeah. I think that's the thing in wrestling. It's yeah. like it's always like that moment was Kevin Owens being upset, waiting for like Shane McMahon to walk in or something, uh -huh. and he's just filling time until yeah. until and that During a live in. show, so you yeah. know an audience is watching. But totally. I also uh just like his like I, I agree. If they gave him a funny thing because it, like he is clearly not built like a wrestler, yeah. I would love him so much more. Um, it I, is weird that they don't acknowledge it at all. What that he's fat? Well, just that he's like atypical. Like it's like there's always there's already something super interesting about him. He's like one of the most athletic performers. Right. But him and, and he, Chris Jericho had that thing, right? Yes. That yes, was yes, fun. I yes. like that storyline. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a fun storyline. Yeah. yeah. And that because that's the thing. It's like with a character like him too, because he's I think he has good comedic instincts. It's just yeah, I do agree with you, he's not the best actor. Yeah. <laughs> uh but it is like that thing where you put the two of them together he, and it's just kind of I actually think Kevin Owens is like uh, a good wrestling actor, like yeah. I wouldn't say, I, like, I, I, well, but yeah. obviously that inherently means bad. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but he like sell like for wrestling is a good actor. You mean he sells the fight well? I think he's well, he sells the fight real well. But I think also like he uh, is like in just, context, he's just, he's like, one of the better. It's yeah, in context, he's one of the better. Again, like I'm saying, I think we're in an era where like not everyone is as good. Um, I don't think anybody's ever been a good actor in wrestling, honestly, man. Yeah, like, it, but even it's the going context that they're like, in. Like, you watch, like, Hulk Hogan and, or, like, you know, Lex Luger or, like, whoever, and they're doing the brother thing. Right. And, like, so they fit into that world. Yeah. But, like, trying to do naturalistic but bravado is really big. It weird. is almost that thing where yeah. the, the layer of, like, intense, over-the-top character made it okay for them to be bad. Yeah. Like, but now it's like, oh, you, you just look and act like a normal guy and you talk not like a normal guy oh my god yeah. that's like my biggest complaint with sasha banks to bring her back up again it's like this person she doesn't speak like a human yeah like no matter what is happening and i think that's a problem with a lot of them where it's just they don't they just don't sound like people yeah yeah in any any and even just most casual context yeah, yeah. It, it, it's a harder skill than you think like i think like uh, us as improvisers you really work that muscle yeah. yeah, of like natural. You, if if you act like if you're in a scene and you can't just like be normal or act like remotely real, like your scene flops and you learn that really fast, and you just start being like comfortable, just being like, all right, I have to be ready. This scene has to be grounded. Or comedy can't build off of this. They don't. None of that exists in wrestling. Yeah, like I mean, it exists in the sense that like some of that happens, but no one's ever playing towards it. Right. right. But I think it used to be that they played bigger. Yeah. Right. So it didn't matter. It was a or like right. it was funny. Like you know, uh, we were to, uh, we just rewatched that video of. Um, uh, what's his name? Booker T accidentally saying the N word. Oh, oh yeah, and yeah. just like one of the greats, so big and so intense, and it's <laughs> yeah. just like you know, it doesn't matter that he's an actually bad yeah. actor because he's going huge. And that, Hulk Hogan, yeah. I'm coming for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then you see his real human like reaction yeah, to that saying. moment. He literally isn't he like he's, he's like damn it. Like, he, yeah. like, he, he turns he turns away and goes, <laughs> and then he comes back and he like wipes his mouth because you're. It's obvious that he's pissed. Like yeah. he's. Like, but you know, like you can never get. Get fired for that though. No. Yeah.
Yeah. <laughs> Imagine that. Like you could tell from that TV show Sting was on with Hulk Hogan. That like he was he on that or he was on a different You're show right. or something. Uh, was he on the Thunder something Thunder the boat one? Oh, was uh, that else? movie or that show? That was uh, Hogan for Thunder, sure. Thunder in Paradise. Thunder, yeah, in, Thunder Paradise. in Paradise. Was yeah. Sting on that or not? He probably guessed out. But anyway, there's like, there a few wrestlers. Like he was a bad out. actor, but his face was painted. Uh, yeah. And so like he like found a different thing that was interesting. Anyway, now the, it's a guy with a guy's name. It's like what you said. Yeah. Right. Uh, and, and so it's really naturalistic. And you. Just, it's grounded in every way other than the acting. The world, it's like but, still yeah. this like even down to like the backstage promos with an interviewer. It's like. Who are you talking? Like you're not delivering this promo They're like a human, out, and like, you're yeah. yeah, and you're not a big enough like character <clears throat> for it to make sense that you're this bad staring into space. It's right. like I totally agree with you on that. Like, and I think at this point I look past it. Like I, you get used to it because yeah. you get sucked into that world of it. That's why like a super cut of it would suck <laughs> yeah. when you watch wrestling. Like after a couple of minutes, you get like zonked into it. That's the hardest thing like that anyone has who pops into wrestling. It's truly like an acquired taste. Yeah. You can't. You can't just like I don't think you could walk unless you're seeing the best episode, and even then I would say it wouldn't work. Wrestling is like you ha- you have to you can't just pop in see one episode and be like I'm comfortable I'm with in. that. Yeah, like I, I you know it's it's like oh you get sucked into that world, but that's actually the genius of wrestling and the genius of all the biggest things are epic worlds. Yeah. and like I put WWE on the same level as like. Lord of the Rings or what? Like the same, not level uh, in like rankings. I'm saying like what they're How competing with. The same right. type of fantasy world. Yeah, they're yeah. not competing with sports, which is what everyone keeps getting it mixed up with. They're yeah. like, oh, it's a sport. It's trying to be a sport. Like, no, it's not trying to be that. Yeah. It's trying to be Harry Potter. Yeah. Like, it's trying to be a thing where you get sucked into the universe. They literally call it a universe. Yeah, and I think though that now there's like this weird disconnect where it's like. They, f- I think for a while, were trying to, like, move in, like, a more sports-like direction yeah. in terms of the presentation. But now it's, like, the, like... Uh, well, that's what the indie scene's doing. Yeah. Too, well, yeah. Which is kind of, like, the where they bought heads. Yeah, and it's now, I feel like it's, like, it. it is, like, the vestiges of this, like, era where everybody had just their normal name. There weren't characters. They were just guys in tights who went out and wrestled. Like, it felt like there was an, a time like a few years in that I've gone back and watched now where it's like oh there's every like just like every guy's name is Tim, Jim, Paul, It's like the, Brian. Ruthless, the ruthless aggression. <laughs> yeah, where it's just like oh the thing here is just like these are guys who want to fight. Right. right? So, yeah, and what if what if all of wrestling was uh, the jobbers were the coolest guys around? <laughs> <laughs> Barry Horowitz. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, is that a guy? Yeah. Oh my god. He's like the the king jobber. But, yeah. The weird thing is that, like, I see a guy like Aiden English, mm. right? Who's like the guy who's like, he's the opera guy. Yeah. You know? He like yeah. sings opera. Yeah. And he had that thing where he's like walking through the back hallway. I mean, talk about bad acting. There was a whole thing where there's like, <laughs> yeah. there's like two guys standing backstage. They got to hire extras that are just, just like, like random crew yeah. members. Yeah. Yeah. Every <laughs> extra in WWE, it's like somebody like scares them and they're like, yeah. <laughs> oh, just the worst surprise reaction. These guys are supposed to be having like a fake combo, like two guys in suits. It, it's I was watching it. It's so fucking fake. Yeah, and it's like all right. So you get the documents. Uh, <laughs> if, uh, if anybody says the word document, <laughs> they're not talking about a real thing. Yeah. No. The, their whole thing is they're not into Aiden English's singing. And the second <laughs> the new day shows up, they do one toot of the trombone, <laughs> and these guys are partying at, at ten. Like at a ten. It's such a turn. <laughs> It's such a turn. It was that moment where it's like it, 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 if, if you like 
if you if you take a step back and you look at that segment, it's like those guys arbitrarily decided which singing they like. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah, yeah. They, both are equally stupid. Yeah. Like like hands down. I mean, I love the New Day, but oh, their whole thing is stupid. Right. Everything were, about them is dumb. Oh yeah, yeah. But I love it. Uh, one thing, uh, the 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 guys who were having the business meeting, they were holding <laughs> the business. The, yeah, yeah. They were you holding, step the hallway real quick. They had index cards yeah. <laughs> for whatever reason. So the like, second <laughs> the New Day show up, they threw it like a fatty. <laughs> Like it, did, it didn't matter. Yeah. Like, yo, this is too good. The business meeting is over. <laughs> like they were in a low rent version of a Beastie Boys video. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They were like, it's like, uh, it's like a poor. They literally yeah. suck yeah. sucking anything. You know, so, yeah, uh, like, like two minutes before shooting, they're like, well, we need some sort of papers. Oh, well, there's index cards over here. Yeah. Oh, but you know, what do we do with them? Oh, when the music comes on, we'll throw them. But uh, like, it, it is bad, but it is part of what I like. Like Kirby yeah. Enthusiasm is like one of my favorite shows, and that is a show that like I people a lot of people don't like it. Yeah, and it is like looks it looks like a porn. <laughs> like it's like right. Like I mean, you're a director, right? Like yeah. it's like shot. Like I don't even know whatever the camera they use. It looks like porn. The conversations are like not linear. They don't make. They're not at all how people speak to each other. And I get how like that throws people off, but like to me. I'm like, this is the Kirby Enthusiasm universe. Right. Yeah. The right. Seinfeld, you, like, like, universe. Watch five yeah. episodes in a row, you start to feel like you're in the world. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, sure. Friends, like, has that thing, too. Like, I think that a lot of the most popular shit is an acquired taste because oh, people yeah, want to yeah. be like, that's my thing. Yeah. And I think a lot of times we strive, I think, like, we strive to be like, oh, let's make something that's like, kind of regular. Yeah. Mm. And the thing with wrestling, too, I think, is in order to care about it, you have to invest in so many different things like one episode of a show has 14 stories on it right. like that's like you can't just pop into that and be like oh i get everything that's happening yeah. i get yeah. everybody and it's three hours and it's three hours it yeah. also has like something for everyone that's actually yeah. one of the problems with wrestling but yeah that's why watching a pay-per-view i strongly recommend if you want to get back into wrestling watch a pay-per-view with someone who knows what's going on and just ask what that's what happened with me when I watched Money in the Bank with my brother and just asked him what was going on. Well, Money in the Bank is actually the thing that I would use to get people back into wrestling. Yeah, I'd be like, why this, is that? Because the conceptually, I think it's super cool, and uh, it's like, um, uh, do you know what it is? No. So like the Money in the Bank is like a it's literally a briefcase that has a contract in it that you can at any time, literally at any time, yeah. you can cash in. For a title shot, so it could be after a match. As after long the as guys. you have the briefcase, yeah. And yeah. so the culture of it is that most of the time, I'd say ninety percent of the time, you win the belt when you get it, like uh -huh. cause, because because of the opportunistic. It's just like it's sort of like this, like sort of secret, sneaky yeah. trigger they can pull, where it's like they've had a couple of really great ones where it's like a big hard fought match, and then the guy at the end like comes out and cashes in on the champ after he like. Just beat another guy, and right. he's beaten and he has down. To fight another match. Yeah, and it's right. all, but it's always played for that like huge surprise, like oh my god, he's you gonna hear do their, it. So you know, like the guy, whoever's the Money in the Bank guy, they literally like go through the airport holding that briefcase. Like I know for a fact, like Ziggler, who's a friend of mine, like he when he had the briefcase, like traveled with the briefcase. People want, and it's like you know when there, there's always a chance they're gonna do it. And so when like there's opportunistic moment, like and the music hits, people go. Insane when they know you're gonna cash in. Yeah, you know uh, that I think is the most exciting thing because it, it it is perfect for me because it's not it's not it's not like it's not trying to be sports. Yeah, 
It's just trying to be stories. It's just yeah. entertainment. Yeah. It's yeah. entertainment. It's like a surprise. Yeah, yeah. At, at WrestleMania, Seth Rollins at WrestleMania 31 cashed in, joined the match. Yeah. It was and, like and it had been going on oh, for like okay. 30 minutes. And like, and as long as was, he wins the match, he gets the title. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And yeah. he came when they both beat the shit out of each other. They both laid out. It was Roman it, Reigns and Brock Lesnar. <laughs> so it was like these two dudes, everybody was like, Oh my god, what's gonna happen? Like we oh. know Roman's gonna win. Everybody's upset. Yeah. He, the, Already upset. The <laughs> of it is amazing. You have to go give the briefcase to the soundkeeper. The sound who's it called? The, the timekeeper. Time yeah. A ref a ref has to hand it to him forcefully yeah. and say, He's cashing in. <laughs> and then the timekeeper gra- tells the re announcer yeah. who goes, Ladies and gentlemen, so and so is cashing, cashing in their the- money in the bank. <laughs> yeah. And then he runs back in the ring and tells him to ring the bell. Ring the bell. <laughs> and it doesn't count till the bell rings. Yeah. Because there's been times where like for whatever reason, it never happens, and then they still keep the briefcase. But they, they have the pageantry of it is that, like, the storytelling uh, is that it takes a really long and unnecessary long amount of time to get yeah. the cash in, like, paperwork. The champ is down, like, like literally knocked out, and they're, like, trying to get the match to start as fast as they can. Oh, that's great. It's really... Yeah. It's um, really fun. All right, well, for time, we got to just blow through SmackDown. <laughs> because, I mean, it's fine. It's cool. I, I, I think we had an awesome chat. Uh, I thought Sami Zayn cut a good promo this week. Way yeah. big improvement from last week, yeah. for sure. I liked. I liked last week too, though. I think. I think this is a cool. Yeah. The, it's just a cool, like justified heel turn, which I think justified. Is, the writing is, is cool. super yeah. good. I just thought his tone was. I think he's. I think week. he's one of the only people in WWE. Sami Zayn, the guy who comes out to ska music. You, uh-huh. yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. He he comes. <laughs> Out, I think he's one of the only guys who can like sort of sell a like casual natural conversation. Yeah, like he's the only person who I ever I ever really actually buy in that role. And this new role gives him like new fun motivation that I think is going to be cool. It does feel cool that he's like I, I, I think actually uh, one of our listeners, Jerk Mills. He uh, he made the point that he was like, oh, not on the fa- on the join our, uh, our Facebook page, comedians of wrestling Facebook page. Join it. There's a lot of. Co- great combo going on there all times and it's literally nonstop. Uh, <laughs> and um he made the point that like oh not every heel has to be like uh like evil yeah you know like you can be like a heel who's just like regular but yeah. you're a bad guy yeah um i forgot how he put it but i think that was that is a good point that that but this week he pulled it off so much more yeah. by being like, I don't care. He's just like, I'm over it. You know what? I don't care. I'm, I'm done trying to like get approval from everyone. Like, I'm just, you know, yeah. with this guy. Yeah. Um, Something you felt like relatable? <laughs> yeah, I'm done with you fucking <laughs> <laughs> I'm fucking done with you guys, man. I mean, you know, let me put it into perspective. I also think it was. <laughs> You're a huge fan. <laughs> a huge fan. I think one thing, one thing I thought was great, too, was that he won, that he won the match. He won their tag match with oh, a low blow. Yeah. Low blow. It, it was, was such a perfect, like, hey, remember how earlier I told you that I'm different now? Okay. And so, now I'm going to win a match, which is unusual. Yeah. Yeah. He, 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 he was and, so excited to win. He's yeah. like, look, I won. And it's like I won, it proving him right that <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah. like turning on everyone was the right choice. Yeah, it's it fucking smart oh, storytelling, guys. The storytelling on that is amazing. Um, and it's always what works. Yeah. Uh, so, th- so then they go into the back. They go into Gorilla, and then they, they speak to Daniel Bryan, and they set up something for next week. Then they came back out, and it almost felt like they like were short on time. And I thought, like, it felt like that to me, too. Where so they like I have the audio from this, because this was like, I loved it. <laughs> Let's go to the tape. It's kind of recorded weird, because I found it from some guy recording off his TV. <laughs> but like, Kevin Owens is just riffing, and yeah. I loved it. And then you went like this. Uh, <laughs> we just, yeah. own 
But the, best, but the best part after that is yeah, they yeah, hug. Yeah, they yeah, hug. Yeah. Real hard. Very like hard. <laughs> Yeah. Like honestly, like very uh, like yeah. intimate hug, real bro and hug. then Kevin Owens screams, "Hold on tight! <laughs> yeah, hold or, me tight! Hold me, me tight. tight! Yeah, he's like, hold me tight! Hold me tight!" Everything I said, I turned, I take back about <laughs> Kevin Owens. <laughs> <laughs> that delivery was he's amazing. My best <laughs> and they're standing. He's holding his hands up, screaming <laughs> to everyone in the audience. It's oh. the, it's out of this world. I like it. He literally goes, "My name, like my <laughs> name is Kevin Owens." This, this is, is Sammy. This has been Sammy's name. Like, <laughs> they were clearly milking for time, yeah. right? Well, because also that was preceded by a solid twenty-five seconds of Orton and Nakamura just oh. standing in the ramp, like looking up at the stage, yeah, not saying a word, not talking yeah, to yeah, each yeah, other, yeah. just standing in the light. Just like reacting to like oh, the yeah. match that they just had, it was the weirdest thing in the world. Yeah, it's it was truly like he weird. Gotten, he's getting in way better shape. Sh- yeah. Shinsuke. Uh, Kevin Owens did amazing when he he mocked Shinsuke's taunt. Yeah. He's just like he is like we just beat Randy Orton and Shinsuke Nakamura, and then he just goes like. Bleh. Oh, that's <laughs> the thing he's doing. Yeah. I yeah, hate like, that thing too. Yeah. It's good to mock it. That thing's so ugly. Yeah, so good. Uh, I mean, I love Kevin. Owens. I think so. One thing someone pointed out to me at Kevin Owens is that he's the best during match uh, talker yes. ever. Yeah, like yeah. I was like, I, I can't have anyone who talks that much shit that much. Like he's so good during a match. Yeah. Well, there's that video of him when he had Roman in the headlock. Yeah, and he's, and he's like having a conversation with somebody in the crowd, uh-huh. and he's like, he's like, how much? Yeah, he's like, how much money do you make a year? He's like, I make that in two days with my t-shirt sales, and just has a guy in a headlock just talking <laughs> shit to an yeah. audience member. Because he, cause that's where the indie wrestling comes into play. But I'm saying Kevin Owens is the rarity. Of what comes out of indie wrestling, like yeah. he is like the exception to the rule. Yeah, I don't. Uh, I only Mike Carlson took us once to a PWG, yeah, like a, over a year ago, and I thought it was so fun, like personality wise. Yeah, like, I thought it was like filled with like it's really different. Cool That's why, like, I'm not even knocking yeah. the wrestlers per se. I, I, I just think, uh, yeah, I, I just think like, hey, like my, my beef is not with PWG. My beef is at the performance center. I'm like, yeah. when these guys come in. Like, they don't need any more wrestling training. Right, yeah. They already know how to wrestle. They need, like, full-on just, like, promos. Like, yeah. imp- they should be, these, they should all be in UCB class. Look, I'm not joking. Yeah. I'm not, like, yeah. I don't make any money in this fucking class. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, they, they should be doing improv. They should yeah. be, like, I don't know what, what I, my whole beef is that my suspicion is that wrestling is so... Uh, like incestuous, like it's so like you can only learn by the old guys, and they're so stuck in its own ways that they're not like, yeah. hey, let's bring in new people to do this. Right. Yeah. So, and Dusty died, so they're not going to teach anybody how to do promos. <laughs> right. Like, right. He was the only guy that did it. Right. Like they're not going to bring in someone who's like, I, hey, I'm just a, I'm a wrestling fan, but I'm an, like, bring in me, literally me. Like I know, I, I, I look, there's things I know I'm good at, things I know I'm bad at. Like you can bring me in there, I think I would do amazing work down there. You'd kill it. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, I can teach you about wrestle for shit, but like, <laughs> yeah, because I understand the business, and also I'm like, I know what's lacking in the in that department. Right. Anyway, fucking hire me. It's <laughs> a big fucking deal. Anyway, all right. So they're setting up AJ versus that Maharaja. Um, that's pretty exciting. Yeah, it man. already felt like a boost to gender. He needed it really bad. Boy, do I love those Singh brothers. He's uh, for sh- AJ's for sure gonna lose too. Yeah, it's gonna happen. He, I mean, I don't because I I think. He, I think Ginger's going to hold the belt for a long time. Because of in the India deal? Yeah, and because I think, I personally think that 
Vince McMahon thinks it's hilarious how much people hate Jinder Mahal. Yeah. Like, and they're not gonna stop watching. Everybody's like, no, the ratings are going down. It's like they're they're gonna Football. stick, yeah, yeah, and they're gonna stay around the same regardless right. of what happens. And I personally think Vince McMahon literally like reads the internet in regards to Jinder Mahal and it's just like you fucking idiot I gotcha light the cigar with a hundred dollar yeah. bill you're gonna keep paying for the WWE network and I'm gonna get to I keep this guy who's making me so much money in India uh, it sounds like what the, every time I get painted a picture on the internet well who knows from it sounds like it's more like Vince like literally doesn't care about people's opinions and even shields himself from it. And it's just like I think this is good. Well, I think I think I personally my whole opinion on like Vince and sort of the way WWE operates is they operate in a way that we don't and can't understand. Yeah. Like right. they the decisions they make are not based in rea the reality we experience in what they produce. Right. So it's like I am positive that there is a hard and like a, a like real reason that Jinder Mahal needs to have that belt, right. and I just don't know it. Like yeah. I like, and I, personally, I kind I honestly think it is kind of f funny. Yeah, I like Jinder I as like a champion, it. and I, I like a champion yeah. holding. The, I like sticking with your decision. Yeah, being like this guy's a champion. I just don't like the booking that he yeah. cheats every time. It's yeah. like he the guy's massive. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I I think they. They're kind of maybe starting to rehab that a little bit, I yeah. think, because like well, with, he beat Shinsuke he beat, clean, beat right? Shinsuke pretty much clean, yeah. Like I mean, there was like early interference, and then like like he. I, mean, just, I don't like, care if he. Dodged, I, I don't care if he cheats in the way where he like bends the rules or even yeah. hits their head on a fucking loose turnbuckle. Yeah. Even that's fine. It's just that he he needs like full on outside interference to win every single match. Yeah. Like he's going to lose one hundred percent if it's not for someone like. Saving, bailing him out. Yeah. I'm like, this guy's six six, like three hundred pounds. Yeah. yeah, he's literally just one big muscle. Yeah, and I mean, the, one of the benefits of the, the fact that people that people don't like him as the champion is that when he does eventually yeah. lose it, dude, you got worked. Yeah, and now, yeah, if and, then, and, and if AJ if AJ wins, they're the people are going to lose their minds. Right. Oh uh, yeah. I mean, AJ, I wouldn't see it coming. Yeah. I, yeah. I I'm fully expecting. I think they Ginger missed. Him. They kind of missed them all. With AJ. AJ should have been main eventing last year, or like I feel like AJ. I don't know. I mean, what, what are they? They're going for AJ Shinsuke for the belt at Mania. That's the. That's, that's what people think. So. That'd be cool. Um. All right, you guys. I mean, you guys want to end it on the last cash in? Yeah. <laughs> right. You guys are cool. I mean, I love to keep talking, but we have to. We, we gotta. We gotta save save some of the goods. <laughs> Ready? This is Jim Windraker. Uh, I'm calling again. Uh, please scratch my first call. I rambled too much, so I'm gonna try to be more concise right now. Uh, basically, I want to say big fan of the pod. Love what you guys do, but I don't love the disrespect being shown for Shane McMahon, Shane O'Mac, Shane Money, 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 Dollar, Dollar. <laughs> and uh, you guys started by complaining back during the AJ feud at Mania. You've continued to drop disrespect every time he has a big match, uh, calling him a non-wrestler. And the fact of the matter is, the guy is a wrestler. Uh, he's proved himself over and over again put on stellar matches. The guy knows how to wrestle. He knows how to grapple. He's got style. Punches, a little mediocre. But other than that, the guy is good. He's proved himself. And I don't understand. Did you guys not watch during the Kurt Angle feud back in the day, the, 
the Taylor Rain match. Like, I just don't know where the disrespect comes from, and I would like it <laughs> so if you guys, uh, you know, change the tune, or at least we're open to changing some tunes. All right, money, money, dollar, dollar. <laughs> Excuse me, who? Also, I forgot uh-huh. the first message I did want to add again, Dan. When you get flustered, you do sound like Kevin Arnold on The Wonder Years when he gets flustered. All right. Ah! <laughs> oh, man. What would you do? <laughs> you know, what? Uh, who, who is wait, he addressing? Hold on. I have to say something more important, okay? <laughs> Daniel Stern does the voice in Wonder Years, right? Uh, yeah. Daniel Stern gave me a t shirt. <laughs> <laughs> You know, in Rookie of the Year, uh-huh. when he just says the hot ice, yeah, <laughs> yeah, when he goes like, yeah. some guys like ice, some guys like heat. I'm using hot ice. It's the best of both worlds. Best of both worlds. Okay, I'm gonna tell this story out here. So my wife was working with Daniel Stern on something, and every day she would go to work, I'd be like. You got to ask him about the hot eyes. <laughs> like if he improvised it or what? I mean, like, yo, you got to ask. I'm like, that's the funniest thing ever. Like, it stuck in my mind. She's like, I'm not going to ask him about the hot eyes. He doesn't even remember it. And then I would ask people. And, the, and you, you're the first guy who, like, knew exactly what I was talking oh, yeah. about. But I'm sure people would. So my wife's like, I'm not going to ask him. And then one day, she, uh, it, it was my birthday. And I asked her that day. I was like, you going to ask him about the hot eyes? And she's like, I'm not asking him about it. Then at my birthday, when we're all there, we're all singing happy birthday, and then she gives me a note from Daniel Stern. He wow. signed it, Brigma. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. And it's a shirt of his face that says hot ice. No oh, way. Wow. Yeah. Holy my wife shit. is holding it until my birthday. Oh, my God. So that you know what? That's why I sound like <laughs> Arnold. All right, your, your point is, do, when do we disrespect Shane? Is that, is, he's addressing us, right? Yeah, I guess Sounded so. like you guys are haters. And who? And he said that he's catching it again, so that was that first guy that was talking about how he liked TJP? No, was I that think him he again? made two. Oh, it, it was a phone oh, call he made, and it. then he decided to call okay. again. Because uh, I was about to, to say, ooh, brother, you're in for a world of hurt. <laughs> no, I mean... I don't know. We never did. We like Shane. We like Shane. Are you calling a different podcast Maybe than like you're listening about, no. to? Maybe oh, he say, just means like the the swamp. Maybe he's talking to the swamp. Hopefully, I think the thing about Shane that I've been is that he feels like he doesn't care that much. Like he, I feel like he like his promos have been off since he came back. Yeah, and he was dope back in the day. And I think Shane is a hundred percent a wrestler. Totally. I just think that he's. At this point, taking spots for some other guys. Like yeah. right now, the roster is pretty deep. Yeah, I read. I don't know if it's true, but I read that his contract that he signed c- to come back is that he has to wrestle twice a year. Is that oh, true? Really? Yeah, because Vince thinks he's a draw. That's what I read. I don't know. If I it's mean, true. he's definitely not not a draw. Yeah. That match was. If he's going to take bumps like that, but I, yeah, no. Nah, well, I have no real beef with Shane. So if I said anything, it's just because uh, I'm I'm a fucking jerk. Don't don't back don't backtrack for these people. <laughs> I have to, man. These just to start a fight. I'm going to say Shane sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I right, think right, right, no, no, we got to end. <laughs> I didn't even keep trying how long we went. We went for a while, uh, <laughs> but we had two guests. So we gave hours. you the double yeah, episode. The Joe Rogan experience. Yeah. Welcome to the Joe Rogan experience. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, you guys right. ever done mushrooms? <laughs> um, Jamie, pull that up. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Deep cut for everybody. <laughs> anyway, hey, um, guys, thanks for coming in. Hey, everyone, remember, uh, uh, check out the Teacher's Lounge yeah. podcast. Yeah. You get yeah. our Stitcher Premium right now? Yeah. Uh, there's, uh, what, 18, there'll be, or 17 episodes, the 18th, no, 20. We're going on 20, right? Um, 12 plus 8 Yeah anyway There's there's a a bunch of episodes To listen to on Stitcher Premium 
And, uh, and you can follow uh, Big Grande on Twitter at Big Grande ECB. Yeah. yeah. I'll and, uh, also plug, I do the voice of the God big show in the WWE. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Camp we WWE right. show. We didn't talk about that. I don't know that. if anyone watches that show, but check it out. <laughs> Why well, did you yeah. mention that earlier? Uh, I didn't uh, didn't come up. Well, it's not. We, did, we mentioned uh, Big Show enough yeah. where you could uh, How specific of a lead-in. <laughs> yeah. I did that. I did his voice. <laughs> All right. Let, let, let's record this now, and we'll insert it somewhere later. Yeah, just okay, throw it hey, into another hey, episode. Hey, um, guys, I know we're talking about Finn Balor's pumpkin. <laughs> first, but anyone here do a voice on uh, KFWB? I've never done one. No, no. I, I don't do one either. <laughs> 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 Oh, no. oh, none of us? Okay. No, I don't think anybody here did. Uh, I know Brian Thompson did does Bray Wyatt. Yeah. Oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on. Yeah, do you ever, you know, you ever work with him ever? No, 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 no. No, no, no. David no. Brown also did, uh, did, uh, oh, did Triple H, I think. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah, and I think Stone Cold. Yeah. Maybe. Oh, really? Those yeah. are two other guys. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> hey, everybody, uh, keep watching wrestling. Kisses. <laughs> This has been a UCB Comedy production. Check out our other shows on the UCB Comedy Podcast Network.